Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed and all our video games are also for the casual and ladies. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, it's in the past. It's time for another week of N4G Radio. We are officially in the post-console mid midlife crisis cycle. Can we call it that? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is episode 445 for September 19th. It's almost October. Oh, Jesus. The Halloween costumes are out in the stores. The candy has its own aisle. It's time for video games. Aisles of candy. Aisles of candy. On the show this week, we got the Gambus Con. Greetings, programs. We got Drew. Hey. Hey. We hey. Got, <laughs> we got John. <laughs> Hello. Uh, we got Jay. Bonjour, now. And Wombat just texted me. He's joining now, so... Wow. Yeah. Right. See, I, as soon as, it's, it's the magic record button as soon as I hit it. Then people are going to be ready to join. It's Full House, uh, starring Bob Saget. I don't get the reference. Really? Cut it out! You've never seen Full House. Nope. You don't know where the Olsen, wow. the Olsen twins come from. No. Mary Kate and Ashley. Who are the Who are the Olsen twins? Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Yep. One of them was nope. dating Heath Ledger when he died, or something like that. Really? What? Well, wasn't she like in a fight <clears throat> over? I could, I know she was with him right before he died. I no. Huh. I did not know that. I can't believe that. that do you know who John Stamos is? No. Nope. The fuck, John? What? I don't know what. I thought these it's were probably. It's probably not the fact that he doesn't remember. It's probably because he they never got him over there. I Probably know. not. I I don't know who who's who is John Stamos. Full. He he was the he was the coolest. He was Uncle Jesse. Oh, Uncle Jesse. He was Uncle <laughs> Jesse. He wore a leather jacket. He had a mullet. And he yeah, he had a mullet. Now he, he does like, yogurt commercials. He does yeah. do yogurt he, commercials. He was perceived as like the ultimate badass, I, I, and he and he would always go have mercy. Oh god! I can't. What the hell? The phone. He'd say, I, talk, I guess, to me. "Talk to me." I guess my point of reference for American light TV programming probably ends with a Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> you know who That's Steve good, Urkel yeah. is, don't you? In West Philadelphia, who? I was born and raised. <laughs> Absolutely. Who's Steve? Who? Steve, who? Steve Urkel. Nope. Did I do that? <laughs> no. Got any cheese? That's uh, Family Matters, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, hey there, Cal. It's got it's supposed a... to be a side. Was supposed to be a side character, and then became so popular that they made the entire show about him. It's yeah. got the cop that so, was Bruce same. Willis's buddy in Die Hard. Yeah, is yeah. the yep. father it's actually? So here's a trivia question for the group. Did you know that Family Matters was a spinoff? And mm-hmm. what is it a spinoff of? It's a spinoff of not Family Ties. Nope. Well, obviously. It's a spinoff of Die Hard. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's the most it's... successful spinoff of all time. Um, oh God, I know this. It was a spinoff of... Oh, shit. Don't you type, Captain Google. Harriet <laughs> is the character that was that was spun yeah. off because of. Yeah. Um, you got five more seconds. I don't, Murphy I don't Brown. Know. Fuck, I don't Murphy know. Murphy Brown. Perfect, perfect Strangers. Perfect Strangers. God Harriet damn, I knew was that. the eleva- elevator operator in their office on Perfect Strangers. So, and Family Matters spun off from there. Welcome to 80s television trivia. Wanda yeah, your host. Is it 80s or is it 90s? What's Perfect Strangers? What? Bounty oh, Bartokamus? Man. man. Yes. Honestly, no, I, I have no idea. We probably didn't get a lot. I, bear in mind that <clears throat> in the UK, up until Sky came along, we had four fucking channels. Um, like, I know Cagney and Lacey. I know Hill Street Blues. I know Cheers. I know Frasier, obviously. Um, Happy Days. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But the, some of the, I mean, oh, and Family Ties, I do know. Uh, but it's like we didn't get a load of stuff from from uh, you guys around the eighties, early nineties kind of time. What the fuck is that? He's playing it. Yeah, Oh. That is beautiful. <laughs> what the actual fuck? Okay, okay, I think that's gone on too long. Uh, however, I I do have very very fond memories of my two dads. I bet you do. Really? D- yes. <laughs> that was a unique growing up circumstance. <laughs> yes. Fond memories. Oh. Yes, absolutely. I, of course. Of course, yes. Speaking uh, of like really bad eighty songs, I, I I decided to have a viewing of the GI Joe movie last night. Oh man! I want to tell you about that. Wait, wait hold on. Which GI Joe movie? Was the Real American one? Hero from nineteen eighty seven. Nineteen eighty seven. Oh boy! That okay. intro song, yeah. man! Like I had forgot how uh, bad uh. that was. Like the guy so singing, trying to Tatum. Well, the guy singing. No, not that shit. No, the guy oh, singing okay. and the guy, I'm... the guy harmonizing in the background. He's like Cobra, Cobra. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh my god. What made you want to watch that? I don't know. I just I, I, I was thinking the other day about what the man, and then <laughs> Sir What's up, went, man? This I command. Every yeah, every time that he would tell somebody to do something, he would end it with this. I command. My favorite one was when he told Falcon he was going to kill him. He's like, "I took out your brother. I'm going to kill you too." This I command. <laughs> I'm like, what? And there, you can clearly tell that that movie Duke was supposed to die because they yep. they cut away 
when they say he's in a coma. Like, cause they, they never said that. He wasn't supposed to live. He gets impelled by the freaking. In the heart. Staff. In the heart. Yeah. You see blood squirt out of him. Yeah, he's dead. Duke is dead. And like at the end of the movie, you can hear the added line where they're like, Duke's okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's in a coma. <laughs> it's okay. He woke up. He's okay. Like, no, he's dead. And everybody's like, yeah. Come on, man. Own it like Transformers. They fucking had genocide in the first five minutes of that movie. Well, you know, it was because of the death of Optimus Prime that they edited the G.I. Joe uh, Duke's dead death um, scene. F that. Kids got to deal with death at some point. Let's just, come on. Yeah, no kidding. That was like one of the most powerful scenes in a movie was Transformers, man. All right. Enough 80s movies and cartoons. Let's talk video games. We want to do that? Sure. Drew? Yep. Did you play any video games? Play a lot of Rogue Galaxy. That's a game. Because... Did you stream it on Friday or Saturday? I've, I've been streaming it multiple days. Oh, there's probably archives out there. People should go watch that. Yeah. I watched some of it. That you thing did. looks fucking bonkers. Jay also watched it and put tits or get the fuck out in the chat. Did you? I, I just wanted him to feel <laughs> involved into the experience of Twitch chat, you know? Did, you, de- did you deliver on his demand? I think Lilica's got some boobs you can look at. <laughs> She's got some boobs. Mm-hmm. But now I played a lot of that game. Um... Actually, it's been a lot of console gaming because, well, my <laughs> video card <laughs> took, took shit. Yeah, and, took uh, shit the bed. Yeah, and, uh, well, I can't play any PC games right now. Mm. That means no Overwatch. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Well, if you had just bought it on Xbox One, we could have played this weekend. This or PS4. True. could have played me. Yeah, no, me. Nobody can play with you, John, because you play at like my... 4 o'clock in the morning. Fun. Like, uh, <laughs> nah, fuck off. <laughs> it's not my fault. It, it actually, it is. You're the only one that lives there, so technically, it's your fault. Okay. Um, I can actually talk about it because it's out now. Um, I played a uh, Dragon Quest Seven. Oh, well, hey, Dragon, Drew. doesn't it have like a subtitle? Because isn't it like a different Dragon Quest Seven? Mm, it's just a remake of Dragon Quest Seven. It's like the f- something forgotten. I- yeah, fragments of the forgotten past. Because um, I, uh, that that's actually my uh, current current fondle right now. Oh, wow, you guys can talk about this game. There you go. Yeah. Um, my opinion of that game is it's very old school. Um, yes. Uh, even just like traversing the menus and stuff like that's a little awkward at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and that game takes forever to get started. It's a Dragon Quest. Yeah. yeah, I played. I played that game for almost three hours and never got into a battle. Hey, hey, Drew. Yeah. Um, this is your first Dragon Quest game, right? Because Correct. I, I listen. I listened to the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, most Dragon Quest games don't take that long, right? To get into the game. Um, the thing is, um, I always been kind of a f- fan of Dragon Quest. I, I mean. Blatantly, I, I've, I've loved Dragon Quest, um, the, the original like four games. Um, I've uh, I've pretty much played every single Dragon Quest game, except except the newest one because they haven't brought that out over here yet. Um, but I will say this: they're all old 
old school, even the newest one, the, the, the like Dragon Quest Nine, Dragon Quest Ten, they're old school on purpose, right? Um, but it's and going back to Dragon Quest Seven to me is um. It's it's kind of an odd thing because it 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 actually feels like it's double retro. Um, it actually feels uh, as much as I love the Dragon Quest series, um, it the retroness kind of feels a little bit on the redundant side. Um, and also, Dragon Quest Seven it was notorious for having that extremely long. Um, intro before you get to the battling and um that's where i'm at right now i'm i'm I'm, uh i'm a little bit over an hour or i'm probably about an hour and a half into the game Mm -hmm. and um it's uh it's it's, i can't believe i'm saying this because i've always been a huge like i've always been a fan of dragon quest but i don't know it, it i i enjoy the writing I, I do I do enjoy you know the, the characterizations and stuff like that, but but for some reason it's just it's one of those things where you know in some instances retroness is like whoa it's awesome it's it's cool you know but it it right here it, it feels a little bit too old school. Well, what, what do you think, Drew? Uh, I think um, I kind of knew what I was getting into. I've always known about the Dragon Quest games, you know, and I've I've done my research on them. Uh, a lot of people have stated that Dragon Quest Eight would be the best one to get people into the series. Mm. Um, yeah, and Seven is kind of a rough one to get into, mainly because just how long it is. Um, from what I understand, this game is like a hundred hours long. Yeah, um, but I I do like. Um, the way it's handling stuff. So it's, it, it's, everything has kind of like a rhythm to it. So it's all about your time traveling. Um, uh, you, you start off on this island and everybody on the island believes that this is the only land there is. This is the only world they've ever known. Um, and you play as a kid in the village who, uh, is friends with the prince of the island. And you guys um, find a way to discover more. Um, I won't really get into the details, but eventually what happens is there are other islands um, scattered throughout the world. It's just that they bad things have happened there and wiped them off. So what you guys do, you go to this tam- temple and you're able to actually time travel to those other islands and stop the bad thing from happening. So it all has kind of like a, um, a a method to it. You time travel to a new island. You stop the bad thing that happens there. The island then shows up in the real world. You saved it kind of thing. You altered time. Um, Is this and then lost? You go, it's kind of like <laughs> lost. So then you go to that new island and you find fragments to then put onto a pedestal to find a new island and time travel to it. So it's it, you, you, there's there's a a method to the game itself. There's a structure 
you know, you do this to do this, then you do this to do this kind of thing. And I, I find that at least I, th- I find that a good thing for this game because originally this game has no direction whatsoever. The game, nothing pops up saying, Hey, you might want to go check out this or, you know, somebody will tell you something. It's like, Oh, it's to the Southeast. Well, the fuck there's a lot of stuff over there in the Southeast where, you know, where am I supposed to find this stuff? So talking to NPCs and stuff like that, you kind of have to do that. Um, and that's where I get that old school feeling to it is like, there is no real hand holding in this game. Um, and there's no hand-holding when it comes to the battle system either. Uh, but like I said, the detriment to this game, I think, is the pacing. Um, because like I said, it took me mm. almost three hours to get to a freaking battle for one thing. Yeah. Um, and then it took me an extra probably ten hours to I finally even got to the class system. So there's a whole like job system from like Final Fantasy in it where you can give your characters a certain type of class and then they'll learn special abilities that way. Um, and then you can also, you know, when you, you can also unlock new classes by leveling up that the class that you already have equipped kind of thing. Um, so it's a lot like the job system from final fantasy and that's really cool to get into, but it took me, it took me almost 14 hours to get to that in the game. And I'm just like, man, you know, I'm, this is taking forever. Is it level just, five? I don't know. And level five, I think, may have been responsible for the uh, the conversion or localization. It's Not a, localization, but... It's an but, Enix game, right? Yeah, it, yeah it was an Enix game. It's Square Enix, but it had a complete um, graphical overhaul. Didn't okay. level five do Dragon Quest eight? Yes, they they did. Uh, they did eight, and I'm almost positive they also did nine, nine and ten as well. Because level five games are notorious for introducing <clears throat> new mechanics, like dozens of hours into their games. Nino Cooney says hi. Yeah, I don't think you were introduced to craft. It was either crafting or spell making till about thirty hours into the Nino Cooney. Jesus Christ. That um, game's still the bomb shit, though. You should play that game. I know. I've only put, like, four hours into it. I need oh, to play it. so good. Um, well, I'm playing a level five game right now. Yeah. In uh, Rogue, the Rogue Galaxies. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, not, Dragon Quest, I think it's it's a, it's a very competent role-playing game. Um, I'm enjoying it for the most part. It's just... It, it, it took, like... The first few hours of that game, like the first 10 hours of that game, I was just like, man, when's this actually going to start? <laughs> like the whole thing, I was like, when is this going to start? Because I'm like, I, it keeps hinting at what you need to do. And then you get into some, the battle system and stuff. I'm like, okay, now I'm at least working to leveling up my characters and stuff like that. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, oh, you can now change your class and be, you know, different types of classes and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, why didn't you show this whenever – at the beginning of the game or, or show me, you know, when I got into a battle for the first time, just say, okay, well, Kiefer is a, a knight or, you know, somebody's a healer stuff like that. I was like, it just took forever to get to there. And I think, you know, somebody who has never played a Dragon Quest game before, they may actually get bored of this game before it actually gets good. Oh, yeah, I can see that happening easily. So, um, but I, no, it's, it's okay. I'm probably about, ah, oh shit, I, I, I got my DS in the other room, but, um, 
I'm probably about 17, 18 hours in. So what, um, you're, nice. what you're saying is that Dragon Quest needs to get good. Yeah. That's basically what it is. This, dar- is, this, is, dark this is the Dark Souls of Dragon Quest. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can do it to everything. We can do yeah, we it. Can. You can yep. do it to everything. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm playing that. Um, I'm going to write my review up uh, this week. And, um, geez, what else was there? I wrote a review. Oh, yeah, the Dead Rising collection. Yeah, there's that. Um, yeah. Um, it's Dead Rising. All right, then. That's about it. Yep. So how's it, that uh, How's that performance? I think it's good. I think that looks great. It's not locked at 60, though, Drew. Digital Foundry told me. Told me. Oh, by God, it looks like it's running at 60 sometimes. It, well, it is sometimes. It's not locked. Well, I'm sure whenever you got a million fucking zombies on screen, it's going to have to slow down a little bit. Yeah, that game from 2006, man. Whew. Well, that game from 2006 <laughs> still it doesn't look as good as the Dead Rising 2 or off the record. I don't I I I forgot how much appreciation I had for that game till I played it again. Yeah, I I absolutely loved Dead Rising 1. Um and when Dead Rising 2 came out, I I fucking fell in love again. So, those are two games that are kind of I, mean, I got a question for Dead Rising 1 for you, Drew. Sure. Did they um did they mess around with the controls at all for Dead Rising 1, especially like when you have a gun or anything like that? Because when I picked up a gun in Dead no. Rising 1, I stopped playing that game. No. You don't that, game, that game, you don't no. need to use guns in that game. Yeah, I don't. You, you use shouldn't guns. use guns in that game. <laughs> you shouldn't. You're right. You shouldn't. Because I, I picked one up. I saw how it controlled. I was like, well, I'm done playing this game. Yeah, no. Yeah, you you should just that. never play with guns in that game because they're not fun. Yeah, Dead Rising you, 2, the controls were fine for guns. Yeah, they yeah. did the left trigger, right trigger thing. Yeah, it yeah. worked. The, um, I'll tell you the, the biggest thing. The best thing in Dead Rising 1 is actually a um, thing that you can create. It's a, a drink, a special drink called the Spitfire. The Spitfire, you can go through that entire game. What does you, it do? You basically drink a drink, and then you spit on people, and it kills them. Okay. Yep. That is the best thing in that game. You can stun lock bosses to death with that. It's insane. I'm working on leveling up my character so I can play through from the beginning at like level thirty or something. But yeah, the um the the, the collection comes with Dead Rising One, Dead Rising Two, and Dead Rising Two off the record. Um for some reason they left out Case Zero and Case West. Did that case zero was awesome. Yeah, they yeah. were just shorter. They were kind of expansions to two, I believe. Yeah, though it was Dead Rising two case zero, which came out like a couple months before Dead Rising two came yeah, out. It yeah, it became like a standalone. It's, it was like DLC for a game that didn't come out yet. It was kind of crazy. Yeah, it, it was, was really good. It was great. Yeah, and it only lasted probably about four hours at the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to explore a whole you know, new area and stuff like that. And, and you could do that in Case West as well. Case West doesn't like it as much um, because um, it was in like a like the, the Zombrex facility where yeah. they made the stuff. And that was really annoying because you were running into guys with machine guns and shit like that. And yeah. it, when you fight humans in that game, that's probably the worst part of that game. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the boss fights sometimes are 
not fun. I, I never really liked any of the psycho battles in the Dead Rising series. Yeah. Um, but uh, the the one I found the most endearing was actually Off the Record. Yeah. Off the um, Record off, is cool. Off the Record is really fun because, you know, you bring Frank West back and he has all these crazy fucking <laughs> um, move, like wrestling moves and shit. Um, and uh, the great thing about it is it has the sandbox mode, which was introduced in, in uh, Off the Record. Which is basically like, fuck the time limit. Just go around and do stuff and we'll give you challenges. So think of it kind of like the, the Ultra Super Turbo Edition of Dead Rising 3. It's mm. a little bit like that, but not crazy. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to 100% disagree with you on that. Okay, well fuck you. <laughs> De- Dead, Rising, <laughs> Dead Rising Super Turbo Edition was more like an arcade game. There, there was structure to it. There was like, here's what you need to do. Go from point yeah. A to point B to do like off the record sandbox is literally just you spawn on the roof. Fuck it. But they give you stuff to do. They give you challenges. That's all they give you. Everything yeah. else is totally random. Like the survivors end up being enemies. Yeah. Which is weird. Like I killed Lishwanda. <laughs> like right at the beginning, I'm like, because <laughs> we were playing co-op, and like, why are you attacking the survivors? Like, I don't know. Bitches came up and hit me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, I, I I'm enjoying those games. I, I really want to actually play through off the record because that's the one I've never played before. Um, and I really want to play that one. So, uh, Dead Rising Two, I exhausted completely. I killed every fucking psychopath in that game. I did a lot of stuff in that game. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a competent collection. Uh, 60 bucks for all three games. And those games aren't short. No. Um, so, yeah. Um, played that. You can get them piecemeal as well, but I think they're, what, 24 20, 20 bucks pop. $20. I, I think yeah. you get, a bu- uh, right now, I don't know how long it lasts, but I think it's 50 if you buy all three of them. And if you get these games, they come with all the DLC that was released for them. Yep. Granted... That's mainly just costumes, but goddamn you know, costumes! Goddamn costumes! <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's good. I mean, it's it's Dead Rising. They didn't change anything, you yeah. know, as far as as far as mechanics go or story or anything. For better like or worse, they didn't change anything. Yeah. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, I played that. Um, I, I I have severed. I have not booted it up yet. That's the Vita game. So uh, it uh, was came out on Wii U. Yeah. Oh, it did. Oh, okay. That's a good game. You should play it. Okay. Well, he has to. He has to review it. Oh, okay. Well, it's uh, a <laughs> it's not a it's not a long game particularly, so you should be able to get through it pretty quickly. But once you get the hang of like how the how the controls and everything work, that's actually a very cool game. Uh, that's it for me. I'll be right back. Okay. Right then. <laughs> His parents are here to check on his dad. Everybody's everybody's taking a break. Jason just took a break. Drew's going to take a break. So, hey, John, you want to talk about video games? Oh, God, fuck all to talk about. Okay, well, cool. <laughs> this is a good video game podcast. I like it. So, I guess um, I'll start off with the main things I made were a couple of demos. Uh, firstly, uh, FIFA 17. So, that's uh, that demo hit last week. Um, I didn't play the... like. Uh, like a normal match, but they give you kind of the 
start of the the journey, which is a story mode, which is um, like uh, Mass Effect versus FIFA. <laughs> really uh, okay, that's weird. So yeah, right, uh, right trigger to, to punch a reporter in the face. Um, so you take on the uh, persona of a God, I can't remember his first name, but his surname's Hunter, and he. Uh, I don't think this is a start of the story. It's like the first big match you play uh, when you uh, sign for Manchester United. I think in the main game you can choose which team you want to sign for, but Man United is, a, is the hero team uh, of the demo. And uh, you get challenges. You have to like create an assist, score a goal, get over a certain percentage. Um, and then at the end, you get interviewed by the sports press, and that's where you make this. You can like, have a wheel to make decisions on what you say to them. Sure. And it's yeah, why not? And it's essentially like a, a good, uh, like a fiery uh, comment, a chilled comment, a neutral comment. Um, but it's really awkward. I mean, you guys won't see it, so, won't notice it so much, I guess, because. I'm used to watching Match of the Day, and Match of the Day is like the highlights reel from the the weekend's football. And uh, you get these interviews at the end of the highlights for, where they interview the managers and players, but it feels really disjointed. Um, the acting for those parts uh, from the voice actor isn't fantastic. Um, it seems okay in the in the cutscenes. Uh, but again, this is just a demo. This is just a small glimpse of what's coming up, so I guess so. That's going to be interesting. I, uh, I, I think... guess my question would be to somebody who plays those games, is this what you wanted? Did you want this? Well, uh, no. I don't think... I, I, I never, ever thought I would see a story mode in FIFA. It's not something I thought, Jesus, that game could really do with a story mode, because it's a sports game. Um, get ready for it to come to Madden though, because you know it's going to come. Oh, there's uh, it's but, in, it's in NBA and it's in it's kind of in MLB and Madden does have like a game. you play just the player kind of thing. Yep, yep. They do. It, they, NHL has they it too, that. but it's very weak. Yeah, it's, I, it's, you will have a full on story mode. It. Yeah, it's weird. Um, because they did that before where you could pick a player and just play as that player on the pitch, or you can play as a whole team. This is this is an actual story. It's going to have the ups and downs of the Premiership footballer's life. Um, you can also choose to play as the team during the games, or just as I think his name's Alex Hunter. I think that, that rings a bell. As Hunter, you can play just as him as well. Um, so the uh, is it? So uh, I, I will say that NBA has done it very well two out of the last three years. Um, what is Last that? What is that with, noise? That's that's my controller. No, I, I, it sounded like somebody was rubbing their beard on the microphone. That was crazy. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's what not that me. Is. That's not me. My beard um, isn't big enough anymore. It's only just grown back. <laughs> I I think um, NBA's is is done very well when they don't try to overly script it. Um, right. When it's just kind of, hey, you're presented with some questions or you're presented with an opportunity to talk to a teammate after after the game and what you say can affect team chemistry or can affect your standing with that particular person. That this, that seems to work very well. When This when has em- two, elements of that. 
Okay. That so that that generally tends to work out well. Where 2K went wrong last year was they overly scripted it, and it turned into this um, this story that was just not that interesting and took up way too much time where you weren't actually playing the game. Um, so I think there's like I, I mentioned NHL. I'm playing that now for review, and it has be a pro mode. Their be a pro mode is very stripped down. Um, you get some like um, just flat image screens with some words at the bottom of them every now and then between games, but there's no like walking through a hallway talking to somebody. You make a dialogue choice like there is an NBA. Um, so I think there's kind of got to be a happy medium there if you're going to do a story, quote unquote, in a sports game. Well, I, I played that. Um, what is that? The NBA. Yeah, the, the beginning the one last year. No, this or year the, the prelude. The prelude. I played that. Yeah, and I'm I'm like going through it. I'm like, this this was probably cool if I like basketball. Yeah, but like it's just really weird. And like, do you actually play basketball at some point? Because I played for like 45 yeah. minutes and never actually shot a ball. Yeah, it um <laughs> uh it gets it opens up a lot. Um, it and that prelude isn't very long, but you do get to actually play quite a bit. Um, there's just a lot of interactions and cutscenes and stuff in the middle. Um, I played Prelude as well, and to me, it was so nice to go back to that style of presentation compared to the overly scripted. Um, I can't remember the name of it from last year. It had a specific name. Well, they do every uh, year, right? Yeah, but last year it had. It was Spike Lee presents. I can't remember what it was called last year, but. Um, it was it was not um, it was not good last year. They tried to get way too heavy handed <laughs> with I it. Heard about, I heard about I heard about the ghost. I heard about the ghost. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just so your your buddy like it started out okay. Um, your uh, you got a good friend and he gets wrapped up with some bad people and starts making bad decisions and he ends up getting killed in a car accident and then you end up talking to his ghost on the <laughs> playground court that you used to play on all the time growing up. We're talking about it, a basketball game, just to yeah, clarify. It, it got way too heavy-handed, um, <laughs> as opposed to the year before and what seems like the case this year where um, there's interactions off-court, but it feels like they're still basketball-related. Um, they're, you know... You're meeting with sponsors, or you're you know you're talking to the team, your teammates, and that kind of stuff. Which, or your agent, right? That kind of stuff makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah, the talking. And you got a better you got a better nickname this year than last year. Well, you last call year, they call you, you the they call you the president. This year you're, yeah, the president of basketball. So they call you Prez for short. I, th- I think uh, it, I think it was funny to me when I was playing it because my, I made my character look ridiculous. So. <laughs> Like he's in a cutscene, he's being all serious, talking to his mom on the phone. He looks like a like deformed Smurf. See, I did face scan, um, and it worked really well until my character opens his mouth. And then when he opens his mouth, he looks like a chipmunk. His cheeks are like in. Now I'm not a I'm not a thin faced human being anyway. Um, I got a very round face, and my cheeks aren't small. But geez, oh Pete, I look like a puffer fish when I open my mouth in this game. <laughs> They'll never get that face scanning thing right, man. They try to do yeah. it every year, but it yeah. never works right. It's you know what though, it works. I feel like between um, uh, WWE last year and uh, 2K or uh, NBA this year, I feel like they've gotten it better than it's ever been. Um, especially WWE last year, it actually worked pretty well. 
I, th- I still think my favorite face scanning was when we did uh, Rainbow Six Vegas with the vision <laughs> yeah, cameras. It just, it just lays a flat picture <laughs> of your face over top of the model, and it looked like I I looked like I was like a middle aged receding hairline bald. Yeah, man. It was, it, oh, that it was, was awesome. It was fantastic. That was great. <laughs> All right. Well, so, what else, John? Well, I'm gonna say the 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 FIFA story journey thing seems to be. Um, very focused on like uh, the the rise of this young star. Um, there'll be lots of trials and tribulations uh, with football matches in between. Obviously, whether I mean it's interesting in the fact that it could be quite cool. Um, you know, it's an extra mode. It's not as if they've taken anything out by the looks of it to add this in. So the fact that I didn't ask for it doesn't mean it it won't be any good. It, it will be very interesting uh, to see. Uh, how that plays out. Um, so the other demo I played was Forza 3. Uh, Horizon 3. Um, so la- I, th- I was very disappointed with la- the last demo they did because it just ended up being um, like a race in the hero car. Uh, didn't have a lot of content. In, in fact, it was the same uh, demo I played when I was at Gamescom. This time around, uh, the demo's a little bit more meaty. You've got a few... Th- events to do it gives you a selection of a few cars not just the hero car although you do kind of start off in that um and it looks amazing absolutely stunning now if there is and bearing in mind that the demo doesn't have hdr it just got patched yesterday not the (gasps) the demo not the demo oh uh, Sorry, I'm playing the um, whole game, so I can't talk yeah, about. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> um, so I this week took possession of a HDR 4K TV. You, did you like go steal it or something? Like the way you said that was just. I yeah, took possession. I, I made it mine, um, <laughs> and even without HDR, oh, that thing looks. Best looking game on Xbox One right now, hands down. It is gorgeous, and the the oh, it, the car models are pristine. The environments are so rich and and varied. Uh, oh, the color oh is lovely. How much of, how much of the world is open in the demo? Because I didn't. I downloaded the demo and then I got the code like that day, so I never played it. And a nice chunk, but not a huge. It's like a corner of the map. It's Byron's okay. Bay. And it's kind of um, a source, a section reaching out from there. Um, and it's only kind of, a, when you pull out, you see how big the map really is. And it's like, oh, shit. And it, it was quite a nice chunk of, uh, a nice chunk of size, though. So um, the important thing is how it plays. And that it's, it's Forza Horizon. And you've got the same kind of funky attitude. It's it, This time does allow you to choose whether you want to be a male or a female driver. Um, although, obviously, I'd always be male. It, it always seemed like something that was oddly missing from especially the last game. But you get a series of avatars. You can change them. Um, but you can pick boy or girl. You can pick your name. And they will actually talk to you uh, and use your name, which is, is cool. Um the and biggest. the radio stations are... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say the biggest... I was gonna... Well, fuck you then. Oh, <laughs> go on, go on. I was just going to say the biggest change to the gameplay is Anna. 
Anna's a bit weird. I don't like Anna. I think she's going to kill me. Oh, I love Anna. Like, I just tap down on the D-pad, and, like, she's like, where do you want to go? And I'm like, uh, next race, and she sets a waypoint. I do like that. That is awesome. And it's better than Anna last time, because Anna was essentially just a connect functionality. It's like, if you didn't have connect um, plugged in, you couldn't use it. Um, I do like the fact that you hit that button, and you've got three or four options. Go to the next race, go to the nearest uh, point of interest, and stuff like that. That's quite cool. Whether I'll use it a huge amount, I don't know until I play the the full game. But it's, um, yeah, it it feels like four. So the radio stations, they are, uh, there's only two available in the demo, which is, I think, Base Arena and Pulse, because they're obviously the ones that were in the old games. And from what I can gather, there are around about 10 different stations now. Uh, you'll probably know more than I do about that, Ken. And yeah, then the ability to use playlists ten. from Groove, yeah, which is that's, pretty cool. that's cool, because they give you a two-week free trial, and you don't have to have a credit card to do it. Do they? What? And this would be too cool if that was the case. But do they play music just as it is in a playlist, or do they put DJs in between and play it from the playlist? I can't speak to that because it hasn't worked properly in the ah, uh, early stages. Like I keep getting failed to download playlist every time I try to use it. Okay, uh, well, I mean, that would be really cool if they did that. But um, I can't wait. I cannot wait till next week i've pre-ordered the <laughs> ultimate edition so i get it a week early that is you it's yeah, all i thought it was it, only uh, three days no it's out uh, yeah for, it's for you but in the uk it doesn't come out till friday oh uh, okay yeah so, well, you get access to it this coming friday but then it hits on tuesday in the u.s yeah, what in the UK, the, uh, ultimate edition. Other you, than the, you get the early. the full season pass, the VIP pass. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some other stuff in there too. Ten what does a season pass entail for a Horizon game? Uh, last year, it included the the Storm Island and then a bunch of cars. Okay. You also yeah, get benefits generally... within the game. Like for example, every time you level up <clears throat> in Horizon, you get what they call a spin. And a spin can be a new car, it can be credits, uh, just a bunch of different stuff. And if you have the VIP pass, if you hit credits, it doubles them. And if you get a car, it gives you the value of the car in credits yes. as well as a car. I've not landed yeah. on a car, so I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, and it's double XP as well with VIP. And you also, I mean, to be fair, both Turn 10 uh, turn, um, and Playground games are really quite good with their car packs and season passes, whereas they would normally say, oh, we've got six car packs that are going to be coming as part of the season pass, and then they end up making 10, because they have so much fun in doing these cars and getting the licenses. Um, what will be interesting is I don't think there's any Volkswagen. I think Volkswagen's been cut from the game. Uh, probably something to do with the the whole emissions scandal that they went through earlier this year. So I don't know whether that has anything to do with it, but there's still over 320 odd cars. Uh, you, I don't think I'll be bored for any uh, period uh, of time on that game. I, I honestly, I cannot wait. Fucking Warthog um, is in that game. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, did you get that code yet? Or will they send that? I, out I didn't get later, that. You know? I didn't get that code, but there is a, there's a, um, Oh, what do they call them? A bucket list. Placeholder. There's a bucket uh, list, and it it, it, it it plays the music when you drive it. It's, uh, so, it's so good. It's uh, so good. 
I think that's. I think that's might be my game of the year already. If not, it's going to be. I can't talk about my review, but you should pay attention on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. The embargo's up on Tuesday, and I can. I can. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, other than that, the only thing I kind of really touched upon uh, was the Bioshock collection. I played that Um, too. We, I, I'm really, really not deep into it. I, I kind of picked it up on Friday. Um, I worked late on Friday, so I got home. I maybe threw it on for an hour and haven't gone back to it yet. Um, it looks very pretty. Uh, I only played the re- reloaded up or lo- launched the first one. Looks really pretty. You can. It's a nice, clean. Considering the, the game is set in a very dirty place really um, with lots of you know rust and metal and debris it, 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 it's it got a nice shine to it what they've, whatever they've done um, it's got some I, it's definitely got some <clears throat> frame rate issues though which is weird oh I haven't noticed that yet but again I've only literally played up I think I got to the uh, just past the, the section where you have to go to the Neptune bar uh, and that was about it so, oh you only played the uh, first one I've I've played all of them. No, I haven't played two. I've played one and three, but the, the, of the collection, I've only got up to the Neptune Bar. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, which is, as I say, was in the first sort of hour. But yeah, I haven't played two, uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy that. But I'm gonna, I've decided I'm going to sort of try and run them in the background a bit and, and maybe play them uh, alongside other stuff I'm playing uh, as, a, as just a diversion and go through all of them again. Um, yeah, it seems okay. Um, I really don't like the uh, shooting mechanics in that game, but it's serviceable and it's there to tell a story. Not really. It's not Call of Duty. So, um, yeah, I'm sure I'll be fine. I I played a bunch of Infinite um, because that one's the most colorful one, obviously. Yeah, Yeah, it's a lot brighter. I had totally forgotten how violent that game is. Oh, the bit with the, when you first get the skyhook is very violent. Yeah, and very, very violent. And how fucking racist that game is. Yep, yep there's also that. Ooh, yes, I had totally forgot about that. Like when they did the stage show with the baseball, mm-hmm. I was like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. I yep. forgot about that." Whoa. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing how quickly you forget those things. Um, I still, uh, I, I'm still undecided as to whether it was brave of them or daft of them to do it. I, I don't know. Um, it certainly makes a statement, but whether it comes on a bit too strong uh, is like certainly it. debatable. I like it. I mean, it they didn't cool. hammer it in. It was just like that one scene really kind of showing. No, there's more of it later. Yeah. Like, there's a whole sequence of the whole black versus white re- revolution towards the middle oh, of yeah, the Yeah, there's a, re- uh, there's the a Vox revolution. Like yeah, the Vox Populi. Like, all of that's like, it's deep in there if you look around. Like, the, the, Vox, the Vox machines and all that stuff. Like, it's. Whew. Mm. There's a lot to be said in that game. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know. Racism doesn't make me uncomfortable, so I didn't really mind it too much. But I think it's when you're trying to build a world and trying to kind of put in an idea of the kind of culture that they have. Think about it, like how high and above they must feel living literally in the skies. Right? Oh, absolutely. So it's it's kind of like putting that point across in uh, the way they view things, and I thought it was done pretty well. Yeah, I I, no, I totally agree. Like, I don't have an issue with it. I just have forgotten how far yeah, they yeah. leaned into it. It's just 
I was like, whoa, oh yeah, there's that part of this game. I forgot about that. Now that game, that, I really enjoyed Infinite. I know some people didn't. I actually preferred it over the original Bioshock. I agree. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, there was there was a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of controversial issues uh, built into that game. My, my thing with um, Infinite was the same problem. So I like the story in Infinite better than the story in the original Bioshock. Mm. But my thing with um, my thing with Infinite was the same. It was the same problem I had with the original Bioshock, and that was the gameplay. It got. It just got. The gameplay itself got so old so fast. Oh um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, it was absolutely. kind of a, It was kind of a slog to get through what was a really good story. Um, that was my only issue with both games, actually. I like all three of those games, and I'm one of the crazy people that was actually disappointed when they weren't adding the multiplayer from two. I played that quite a bit. I really had fun with that. There was a multiplayer in two. I don't yeah. even remember. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was wow. fun. I like we played a good solid week, which back then was a big deal because most games didn't get two days. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. So when they said they weren't putting it in, I was like, oh, that's depressing. But I get it. I totally understand. Like we were probably fifty percent of the people who played that game online. And that's not the yeah. reason you go to those games, is it? No, and no. It's yeah. work that they didn't need to really do. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. I can see why they didn't. All right. So, anything else before we move on? Uh, nothing of importance, right? All right. Uh, Wombat, do you have anything else, or did you uh, with NHL? Um, yeah. Let me. So, let me just quickly talk a little bit more about um, NHL. It um, uh, the be a pro mode we already kind of talked about. It's other than that, it's got your standard suite of um, sports modes, right? I mean, everything you'd expect. Um, the gameplay, though, it's so I haven't played a hockey game in a couple years, and um, I was very like coming into it. Um, the controls have gotten so complicated over the years; they've added so many different things you can do. Um, so many different things you can do with your player, different things you can do with your stick, um, all sorts of stuff. And um, they they have added, and again, I, I didn't play last year, so somebody will probably tell me, well, this was in last year's version. Um, they, they have an on-ice trainer where there's a little dialogue box kind of thing above your head while you're playing that gives you sort of some contextual clues as to what might be a good thing to do in that situation. Um, so if you're chasing down a def- or if you're defending and you're chasing down a, a, a offensive player who has the puck, it'll give you a little thing and it might say um, press R1 to do a stick lift where you stick your stick out and try and lift, try and raise their stick up off the ice so they lose the puck. Um, or it, you know it might say press this button to do a body check. Um, so it it, it kind of does its thing to um, uh, teach you how to play the game while you're playing it and in what scenario different actions might be beneficial, uh, which for somebody like me that hasn't played in a while is huge. Um, it's a very welcome addition. Um, other than that, it's got, you know, it's got your franchise modes. It's got, since this is seemingly a requirement for sports games now, it's got the collectible trading card <laughs> kind of mode, which I don't, I think Madden is probably the first one that kind of popularized that. I thought it was FIFA. I don't. Maybe it is. I don't. I don't. I don't know. But I hate it in every game I ever play it. In. 
Um, I'm I'm the wrong guy to review that portion of a game like this because I I couldn't tell you if it's any better or worse than any other card game mode because I only play them for the review. Um, I I, I would never just for my free time sit down and play one of these card collecting mini games. But they must be popular because they're in everything. They're they have them in the show too. Yeah, they're yep, extremely they're the popular. I'll, I'll tell you NBA, this: I don't know if you didn't try it, but the last show I reviewed it, um, it was really cool what they did. So they had the card game thing, and you could basically play against other people, and you could basically bet your cards. Yep. It was actually kind of cool because it was one of those things where they just said, "Here's a bunch of cards. You know, if you got some good ones, good luck. If you didn't, you know, try your best." And you fought <laughs> against a guy, and and if you won, you get some of his players. And it was kind of cool how they did that. Huh? If you didn't, well, fuck you. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. You didn't get any good cards. Well, yeah. Well, or, fuck you. Well, fuck you. They spent some money. How about that? Yeah. You want to do better? Spend some money. Spend some money. Anyway, sorry. Right, there you go. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, I'll, I'll I'll play the you know the card game enough to review it, but I mean, it is what it is for me. Um, I do uh, I do like the way the game plays. Like I said, the be a pro mode is a little simplistic compared to coming off of NBA, um, but it's you know it's still good. Um, other than that, I played. I uh, I got uh, Deus Ex. Through GameFly, so I've started that. Um, it's Deus Ex. Yeah, you, you feel any different about the series or anything like that, or just feel I, like, eh, I, it's Deus Ex. Uh, no, I, I, I actually really liked the first game, mm-hmm. uh, Human Revolution. I really liked it. Um, or no, yeah, that's right, right? Human Revolution. Yeah, Human Revolution. Yeah. yeah. Um, the um, so I'm I, I was looking forward to this playing it so far. I'm you know it it gives me the same kind of vibe. As the original game, or not the original game, but as Human Revolution, which is good. Um, so now I'm, I'm excited to play through it. Nice. Um, um, it just one of it does, that game does what Human Revolutions like it. It amps up basically the best part of Human Revolution was a basically the different approaches you can take to any scenario. You can yep. go in basically guns blazing, stealth, try to be diplomatic and talk yourself out, try using hacking. And once you see the level designs and how it unfolds and the different approaches that you can take, that's where all the emphasis went into Mankind Divided and uh, the visual upgrades mostly. Right. Yeah, it looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to getting uh, into that some more. I also I found my... Um, uh, oh, I also have played a lot of uh, Pokin Tournament. Oh, nice! Over, over the last week, Jacob has re refound his love for that game, so we've been playing that a lot. Um, uh, that that game's a blast. It's so fun, and yeah, it's nice. it's surprisingly deep for a Pokemon fighting game. Um, and um, other than that, I found my Vita, which I had <laughs> misplaced after the move. Um, so I have you found playing- Sony's. <laughs> I'm not. Um, so I've been playing. Uh, uh, oddly enough, I've been playing Monster Hunter uh, Freedom Unite. <laughs> sure. Really? Uh, yep. Yeah, because I don't. I don't have a. Well, my son has a 3DS, but I'm not. I'm not going to steal it to play the new Monster Hunter. <laughs> not um, yet, anyway. <laughs> not yet, anyway. Um, but um, but yeah. So I've gone back and and started playing that a little bit more. It's so amazing how much better that game plays on Vita since you can use the right analog stick. 
Yep. Uh, it makes a huge difference. So uh, that's about it, I think. Uh, let me hold on. Let me make sure I'm not missing anything. Write them notes down. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's uh, I think that's about all I played. All right, Jay, you wanna you wanna talk about some games? Sure. Um, let's see. Um, the game that I I played uh, this week that I want to put a bit of a spotlight on is a game called Event Zero. Does anyone hear about this game? I heard about it yesterday for the first time. Okay. Um, what did you hear about it? I heard it's like um, you're you're going a typical sci-fi story. You're going through a space a space station. There's an AI uh-huh. that you can talk to, like typing on right. the keyboard. Um, and she'll actually respond to you based on what you say. Mm-hmm. That's about the extent of what I know. It's other than that, it's like an adventure game kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's very much, uh, very much what you just described. You're kind of marooned on this uh, really old cruiser, kind of like an experimental, like a luxury cruiser out in space. And your only means of communication is this AI that's been there forever called Kaizen. And uh, he talks to you, and you can talk back. And he wants you to do something. He wants you to destroy something, and then he'll take you home. That's what Kaizen. he says, right? Is it is it a man yeah. or a woman? I heard it was a woman. Well, no, the AI is supposed to be a man, I believe. Well, it's, I mean, it's an AI, right? Does an AI have a gender? Really? I mean, I, I, I was just curious because the person that I heard talking about it was describing that as a woman. So I was. Just... I, is is this Japanese though? Is this uh, Japanese? No, no. This is uh, this is I think. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's just no, uh, I know yeah, I know what does. kaizen means. Mm-hmm. It's a Japanese word. It means constantly moving forward or constantly improving. I don't think it's a Japanese-made game, but I haven't looked at the development. But uh, okay. yeah, I don't think it is. I think it's either European or U.S.-made. Is that is that a, is that a, a word you learned through Toyota? It is actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Kaizen kaizen is a big thing with Toyota. Yep. It's part of their um, part of their manufacturing philosophy. Yep, that's that's where I know it because I, I work there. Uh, no, this uh, uh, the company that makes this game is called Ocelot Studio. They are a Paris-based uh-huh. game creation ah, studio. There you go. Ocelot, huh? Yeah. You're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty good. Uh, so you're you're stuck in this place and you're kind of wondering like why is why does this AI want me to destroy something on the ship? In order for me to go back to Earth, and you start asking questions, and the thing is, the way you interact with the computer is through entirely through your typing. So you have to phrase your questions in the right way, and you have to know the right questions to ask. And if you do, you'll get a ton of information back from the AI. Or sometimes the AI can start manipulating the information that you can get. You can get. You get to like a terminal, and each terminal has a set log of information of things that the other other previous members of the crew did on that system but some information is like redacted some become like erased as you're starting to look at it so you're starting to feel like there's something sinister on foot you know getting that uh you know, space odyssey hell kind of vibe and uh, there was this one situation where i was kind of locked out and my air was oxygen was quickly fading i'm trying to get back inside the space station i'm typing open the door and the ai is like but how can I be sure that you, you are who you say you are? And starts asking me questions about our first encounter. 
and then starts like quizzing me on things to be made sure nice. that I'm the person that I uh, that I say that I am, not to be an intruder. And then you know, right at the nick of time, that I actually finally get the right answer, and he lets me in, and he calls me human. And then you put your own name, and so it's basically calls me Human J. So it's like a there's like a detachment while you're communicating, and you're trying to piece together the information and all the things that happened on this ship and why the AI wants you to destroy this, and what the you know what happened to the previous crew. And it's like a it's like a really fascinating story to unravel. Does and, it does um, it ever stop and go? I can't let you do that, Jay. Uh, something close to it, but it doesn't get it doesn't go right on the nose. But there's a like you get that feeling that that oppressive feeling, like you're being watched at all times because you know there's cameras everywhere and the um, the AI has control over what you can see and what you can't do. So you try to kind of manipulate the system. You kind of like go into like its firmware. You try to override some of its programming so that you're allowed to do certain things, and you try to get yourself uh you know in, uh, against the odds against the AI. And there's a uh, I think couple. Of endings that you can get. I think it's two or three endings you can get depending on the situation. And it's a very short game. I think I beat it in one sitting in about two hours or so. But uh, I, I very much enjoyed it. I thought it was very cool. I, I love this. Um, like Whenever there's like a situation where you have to interact with an AI uh, and it does it in a very very like creative way, I find that to be very enjoyable. So um, yeah, Event Zero. It's out for PC now. Um, if you have any of the things that I just said uh, interest you, definitely check it out. Very cool game. Um, I also played a lot of Mother Russia Bleeds, which is, by the way, an amazing title for a video game. Yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah, pretty, that's, pretty that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, this is a 2D uh, side-scroller ultra-violent beat-em-up, and I, I emphasize the ultra-violence because you, you, like, punch people's guts out and knock people's heads off. Can't you wow. punch a pig? Guts gushing everywhere. You do! Yeah, there's, like, pigs that, that actually attack you, and then you have to, like, kill them. So yeah, there's, that's part of it. Um, this, there's like this whole thing with this new drug that's taking over the country, and people are becoming addicted to it. There's like a, this sinister force working against you. But um, it's a side scroller, you know, beat 'em up. Best played co-op, obviously, but there's no online co-op for this game, which really puts a damper in my enjoyment of this game because I, you know, you can play local co-op, which is good. I played once in local co-op, and that was fun. But we didn't get to play the whole thing, so you can put a bot for your secondary character, which isn't great because bots aren't like the you know the best players in the world, and they they always get caught out, and you have to like sit there like revive them whenever they go out, you using some of your own health items and stuff. It's kind of a bummer. I really I think they should make it a standard for like co-op um, emphasized games to have online uh, functionalities. It seems. It seems odd that they don't. It's a Devolver game, you know? And they know, they know, they know what they're doing when they're publishing games nowadays. They, they know how important online co-op is, but it's not in there. Um, and uh, the, the last game that I've been playing, I think Drew already has played before. And I got some questions for you, Drew. You here? I'm here. Yeah. You played Tokyo Twilight <laughs> Ghost Hunters, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, by your laughter, I think you know what I'm going to ask you. Yeah. The fuck is up with this combat, man? Dude. You have to figure out where the ghost is gonna go, and then yeah. you have to predict their movement, and then go attack that place, and yep. they, they can just go randomly anywhere they want through, like, mm-hmm. objects and shit? Yep. <laughs> Does that get better? Nope. <laughs> fuck! This, 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 I, I, I get what that game was trying to do, and I thought it had some really cool ideas. Because it's basically Ghostbusters and Supernatural had a baby. Yeah. 
In Japan. In Japan. <laughs> nice. But I love that no. description. But no, that that game was not good. Oh, good. I, I wish they just stuck with the whole visual novel aspect of it and just left the gameplay elements out because that gameplay is terrible. Yeah. Uh, it's like they they give you a set amount of time uh, like turns to beat the boss too, which makes it even worse because there's no real way to predict where they're gonna go. Like you can only guess, and you can try to cover as much much of the area as possible. But like I was stuck in one particular encounter where I just needed one more hit, and I had eight turns to do it, and I covered the most amount of spaces for eight turns in a row, trying to predict where it's gonna go. But no, the monster, the ghost kept running away in the opposite direction, where I couldn't get there and then use the AP to attack at the same turn, and I just lost, and I had to do the whole thing over again. I was like. I must be missing something. There must be some kind of like strategy or some kind of item or some yeah. kind of equipment that I'm supposed to be using. But there is there is certain things. So you can line a certain part of the room with salt, uh-huh. and they can't pass through that. Yeah, but that's that just basically makes it so that you kind of make the area slightly smaller, right? Yeah. But you still have to guess. That's such a weird mechanic yeah. to use. And then they the, the the great thing is is when they end their turn like in a object so like uh-huh. the, like they'll end their turn inside of a fucking table and well I can't fucking hit them and and then on top of that if you hit something in the environment it takes away from your bill so you have to you basically have to pay them because you destroyed their property <laughs> oh boy this game sounds awesome it's thanks Ken. <laughs> Why you look at him, me? I didn't even know what it was. Yeah, yeah. You saw the review score that Drew gave to the original game. I didn't even so remember is... Drew review the original game. <laughs> so uh, this one is special gigs version. Special. I think they changed a few of the gameplay mechanics around slightly, but it's um, it seems to be the same. Like the visual styles and uh, the art design looks really cool. I think the character models and well, not I don't want to say character models, but the character sprites look very cool. The art art style is nice. Um, the fact that you have, um, like whenever you're interacting or whenever you make a choice, you don't select from a set amount of dialogue. You actually choose, a like, sense. A, yeah, yeah. A sense and like, uh, how do you describe it? Like the first thing is like a, like a different types of emotion. Like you yeah. have happiness, you have sadness, you have, uh, inquisitiveness and then the other one's senses. So whenever someone is introducing you, so you have to use the, Used to was it inquisitiveness, and then you have to use the hand thing or something like that, or no, you have to use the. I don't know. This is weird. It's weird, but I I, I kind of like it. I think I, I ended up angrily smelling everybody. <laughs> okay. What? All right. Yeah, yeah. You can you can basically like start trying to taste people. That's how this hey, game works. Hey, Japan. Want. Yeah. Am I right? Uh, it's, it's yeah, weird, man. I. You know, I like the fact that they're trying to do something different, but when that different is not good, it's not. Yeah, not tasting people—that's a new game mechanic I ain't never heard of. Hey, man, if you could taste people at any time in Mass Effect during a dialogue choice, would you not? No, I would not, because no, some of those people look like something I don't want to taste. I'm just gonna throw that. You're curious. You're curious. You want to know what those guys taste like? I'm a little taste curious. And then they'll. You know, that'll make a whole new meaning for Shepard. Yeah. Something, I'll tell you that. Uh, but yeah, I, oh yeah, I also played a lot of Overwatch this week because I haven't played the last two weeks. So uh, my friends who were kind of in the World of Warcraft vortex, thanks to Legion, 
they um they took a break. We try we did our placement matches for Overwatch. We ended up in uh, platinum rating, which is fine. Got to make my way up to diamond, and then I'll stop there. But uh, yeah, Overwatch is still good. Season two is uh, better than season one by 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 a mile. Thanks to a lot of the um, balancings for how the the sudden death and stuff like that no longer exists. Like now, if both teams fail to take the first point, which is very rare, you get a draw. So you don't get that flip of the coin to see who gets that massive advantage to win the game. Um, there's also the thing where you have to get to a certain, you have to get your payload to a certain point instead of actually capping the point, and things like that. It, it makes it a lot easier, and they made uh, leaving uh, the punishment for leaving much harsher. So that should be less of that. And Drew, I gotta tell you, man, I played ten placement matches in one day. Zero person left the game in either team. I don't. So, damn, it was rough for me. Yeah, that's, I think you had a really bad experience. But uh, now that I have my placement matches done, I, I can start playing uh, competitive with you, so that'll be fun. Okay. Once I get uh, my computer fixed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or get a new computer, either or. Or get right? a new one. Yeah, yeah, I might just end up getting a new one. Yeah. It's uh, time, anyway. Yeah, you're, you're, you're due for one. Yeah. Using GTX 570, I think it's time. I, th- I think it's, yeah. Yeah, they're in the thousands now, buddy. I know. <laughs> I was going to say, I have a computer laying here on the floor that has a better video card in it than that. I'm not even using it. Well, send it to me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that thing weighs like 40 pounds. Like, Drew, I can't afford to send this to you. It's like $600 It costs like $400 to send it over <laughs> while you can buy that computer for 200 Exactly. Okay. It's like, ah. But, uh, yeah, that's basically all I've been playing of note uh, this week. All right. Well, I'll wrap it up. I, I talked about a lot. I can't talk more about Forza, unfortunately. That's what I spent a lot of the week playing. Uh, I also checked out this game called Dogos. Dogos? Is it about about dogs? No, it's not about dogs. Dogs? No. It's uh, it's actually a shmup. Um, But as in every other shmup, it has to have a hook. The hook to this shmup is you can turn... This is what is going on with all these shmups coming yeah, out. Like I don't know. They must have heard my cry. I want more shmups because I love some shmups. This, you love this one? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> okay, there you go. I mean, it's 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 not that it's bad. It's just like drastically mediocre. It's just you can turn, sure, but the level is still like a linear path. So the turning is more for fighting. So like the enemies can get behind you, and you can turn and shoot them. You can also do attacks on the ground. There's just there's not a lot to it. It just doesn't seem like... And the, the shooting itself is not great, so... I don't know. It it feels just painfully mediocre. I just... Not really loving that. Um, I also played that Mountain Blade Warband for about five minutes. And right. f- five minutes later, I was like, this is not for me. Alright. That's... uh. I, I'm not going to say anything about that game because I literally went through the tutorial and I'm like, yeah, that's not for me. Um, I'm trying to save the good one for last because I want to talk about that game. I'm trying to remember if there was anything else that I played. Overwatch, obviously, every week. I'll play mm-hmm. some Overwatch. This week I'm going to have to take a break, though, because the Star Wars, the third expansion is out this week. The Death Star. The Death Star. Oh, the Battlefront, right. Yeah. Pretty excited about that. Uh, also, I'll be playing a bunch of Killer Instinct this week because uh, the the full expansion comes out and somebody else is buying it. So, Drew, if you want in on this, let me know. Who else is buying it? Uh, Justin's going to buy the um, 
the complete season three. Yeah, the whole disc. The that disc is out this week. Didn't he already have season two though? No, he only had season one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's buying the disc, which is a steal, forty bucks for everything. Yeah. That's ridiculous. All three seasons and all the fucking costumes. Yep, yeah. Everything. And the uh, Killer Instinct one and two, I believe. Mm. It's it's kinda nuts. Uh, but the last thing I played a lot of this weekend was uh, a little game called For Honor. Oh, yeah. Mm. Right. So, Sweet. The, How the, did you play that? Is that a bait round? The Alpha was this weekend. Oh, Alpha, okay. Closed mm-hmm. Alpha. Fuck me. When's that game come out? February. Shit. <laughs> 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 so, I played a lot of this game this weekend. Um do you know how that guy got on stage and was like all badass showing it, and then the game looked badass? Viking man, that Vandenberg. Game, that yeah. game is as badass as he made it sound. Oh, nice. Wow. So very nice. Mm. It's the you know the the alpha is just the multiplayer. So there's three different modes you can play at. You can play one v one duels. You can play two v two duels, and then you can play the uh, I think it's called Dominion is the third mode, and that's four v four with uh, capture points. So that mode, you start with four players on each team, and then there are three spots A, B, and C, and you can go and take those spots. And the longer you hold them, the more points you get. Um, in that mode, that mode is the only mode that has the grunts. So, like, that's where the kind of Dynasty Warriors aspect comes in. So you'll run into these battles, and in the main center area, there will be armies for both sides. So there's orange and blue armies. Um, And you can kind of take those guys out with one hit, standard Dynasty Warrior stuff. You swing your axe or your sword or whatever, and you just take those guys out in one hit. Um, The real good combat comes from when you match up with another player. Um, and what happens then is you'll hold down the left trigger and you will lock on to the other player and they'll do the same to you. Now, the way the combat works is there are three directions that you can hold your sword or axe or whatever. And that's dictated by the right analog stick. So you can put it to the left, the right, or up. And if somebody attacks you from the left and you will have your sword to the left, you will block them. Now... It sounds simple, but in practice, it is super, super, like, complex. So, it's like real fighting where you kind of have to make your move. Somebody's talking in the background. What's going on? Okay. Uh, But, yeah, like, you kind of got to fake your move out. So, like, you switch between. And you can see which way they're going to attack. Like, there's a little arrow on their character that will show you which way they're going to attack. Um and then, like, you have to block that attack. And if the, the best thing to do is to kind of fake them out, like maybe block from the left. But you got to be careful that they're not doing, like, a combo, because if they pull in a second hit and you try to switch to attack them, you'll take the hit. Um, you can also guard break. Um, there are two types of attacks. There's a quick attack and a heavy attack. Uh, attacks are done with the right bumper and the right trigger. So the right bumper is the quick attack, the right trigger is the heavy attack. Uh, and there are different classes of characters. So there's three different main sets. There's the samurai, there's the knights, and then there's the Vikings. I played as the Vikings because he's a badass with a big two, two-handed axe. Um, and all the characters have different traits and abilities. So, for example, like the Viking, when you do a guard break, which you do with the X button for the for the quick and the B button for the heavy guard breaks, you can double tap that button and then do a follow-up move. So, for example, like, the samurai will kind of 
dash in and, and be able to take a hit, whereas the Viking will pick up the other player and throw them across the level, which is kind <laughs> of awesome. Um, there's also like a skill system, so you can unlock perks for each of your characters, um, and they're they're done with the D pad, so they like have a cooldown on them, so the Viking can like like stomp his feet and get like faster movement. Or he can um, do another one where his stamina recharges faster. Because you do have stamina when you're trying to attack. Um, there are executions in the game. So like if you get the final hit, you can tap either X or Y to perform an execution on the other character. Um, some of the strategy involved is it's not always one-on-one. So like if the, if the enemy is, is planning themselves correctly, you can, you can actually be attacked by two different people at the same time. Um, how do you how do you deal with uh, being attacked with two people? Like how do you like guard against that? So wh- whoever you're locked onto is where you need to worry about the left, right, and up when you're fighting two people. Mm-hmm. Um, if the person you're not locked onto attacks you, you swing the analog stick, the right analog stick, in their direction when they attack, and you will block it. Oh, so it simplifies a second person. Yeah, it simplifies them to where you just flick the analog analog stick towards. It's still extremely hard, just like it should be when you're facing two people. Like, can you be face against like four people at once? If your team sucks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, let's let's think let's think about a situation, right? Where there's a guy in front of you, behind you, to the left, to the right, and then you kill them all by yourself. Like a crazy person. That's what I tap How my. How amazing wi- that would be. That's what I. That's when I tap my Y button as the Viking, and he like holds his arms out to the left and the right and spins around, going yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> um, hope they just walk to it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I like that. There's uh, there's a lot of customization to it. So like there's different characters for each uh, faction, and you can customize them. So you get loot when you uh, level up in the game, and. It can be like equipment that you uh, that you put on your characters. Um, it's not necessarily the character you're playing as. So, like while I was playing as the Viking, I got loot for the Samurai Warrior, uh, which I think is cool. Um, you can also customize them. So, like you can put tattoos on them or change their colors. Um, you can change emotes. You can even unlock executions as you level up, and every character levels up individually. Um, the game is gorgeous. Like just the, the the levels and the level design and like the architecture of the buildings it's just it's just really really cool to look at and the and the combat just feels so good like it's been very hard for games to mimic that type of combat without just making it a button masher and if you try to play this game like a button masher you will die you will die fast <laughs> It's got a stamina meter and everything, right? Yes. You have a stamina meter that's right below your health meter. So if you try to swing wildly too much, you'll just run out of stamina and you won't be able to swing. Uh, you can also dodge when you're locked onto a character by tapping the A button. Uh, again, all very relative to the character you're playing as. So, like, the samurai will dash really fast, whereas the viking will just kind of take a step backwards. So... Yeah, that game I was kind of on the fence about. Like, I looked at it and I was like, okay, that looks cool, but it doesn't look like I, I... I don't know, like, maybe it would get boring after a while. But spending three hours, and the only thing I could think of is, goddamn, why is it not February? <laughs> that's that's great, man, because uh, when, when they first showed that game, 
I was like, hmm, that combat's got to feel good, you know? That's going to be yeah. the be-all, end-all. And now that you describe it the way you did, I think that game is going to be amazing. Yeah, I was, yeah I'm super I was, pumped for that one. I was very nervous about the combat and how it would feel. But once you learn it, once you get the rhythm of it, it feels great. And what's great is like every character feels different. Isn't there another character class in that game? There's only coming? three that are in the alpha that I know of. Didn't they say there were going to be four, though, and they just hadn't shown off the other one? It's possible. It- there's the Viking, Samurai, Knight, and what's the fourth one? I don't know. I, we I, haven't seen that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they said there was four, though. Yeah, mm. and you can you can completely customize your characters for each one because there's a different character. So, like, for example, the Viking was uh, the big guy that has the axe. You can also switch gender so you can be a man or a woman on any character. Uh, and then the second Viking character was, like, a smaller, faster rogue type with two knives. Uh, the knights, uh, one of them had a standard sword and shield, while the second one was carrying like a morning star and a shield. Hmm. And they play completely different. So, like, that's the cool part. Like, you kind of feel which class kind of, you know, resonates with you, and that's the one you pick, and you can level them up and unlock all their stuff, which I think... And I think it's cool that they unlock stuff for the other characters while you're playing as one of the characters in case you want to switch up. You're not starting completely from scratch. Um, there is currency in the game, in the alpha at least. Uh, looks like they, they, they use steel, is what they call it. And the steel is used to unlock cosmetic items, so I kind of expect that to be the microtransaction part of that game. It looks like there's two other currencies in the game, but they I didn't earn any of those or see any of those. There's also challenges, like daily challenges and cumulative challenges that you can complete to get like extra steel and items and stuff, which I think is kind of cool. But no, that game, 100% on my radar. I'm looking forward to that game in February. February is going to be a good month. Yep. Uh, what else is coming out in February? Actually? Horizon is in February. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. And maybe South Park now. We'll talk about that news. <laughs> Did they say February? Did they, they, say March? They, didn't, they didn't say. They just said quarter oh, okay. one, 2017. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, excuse you. <laughs> Uh, is that a fart or a sneeze? I was trying to. It was a, it was a sneeze, it was but a, it came it, out. It was a snort. It came out wrong. It was a snort. It was a snort. snort. So let's talk about what is coming out this week. That's episode two of Batman. Oh yeah, I, I felt. I, I feel like we said there was episode two of Batman was coming out this week. Uh, no, we said the retail disc was coming oh, out. Oh, retail. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, episode two is out this week, which is kind of funny. The retail disc is out there, but doesn't have all the episodes. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, hey, y'all, remember that Destiny game? Yeah. What's, uh, what's that? Expansion. Oh. The new expansion is out on Tuesday. Rise of Iron. <laughs> oh, wow. That was that was very guttural. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I know that the, uh, I've seen on my Twitter feed and other feeds that... Uh, Activity on that game is picking back up. People are excited about the expansion. I know people who have pre-ordered it who said that they are done with that game. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not one of those, right, Drew? Guess what I said. I said I was done with that game last year, <clears throat> and I have not played it since. Okay. Well, that game is out on Tuesday. So we'll see how that pans out. Uh, Killer Instinct, the definitive edition. That's everything on one disc. Out on Tuesday for forty bucks. Uh, last fight. I, I don't know what that is. 
Captain uh, Google. Captain Google's on it. Uh, Firewatch is coming to uh, Xbox One this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, as that's is what the guy. Yeah, Vir- it is. Virginia. I don't, that's a first-person adventure game, I think. Virginia. Isn't that that? That's, I've seen a little, a few uh, kind of previews of that, and it's kind of like this, uh, well, it seems to come across as like this Twin Peaks-esque, um, like a t- it's based similar to like a TV show, but it's all in the editing, so it's not, uh, the chronology isn't like, from beginning to end, it's got various characters that you'll take control of, and uh, it, it seems intriguing. But oh. PC only, I think, to start off with. No, uh, Xbox One version and PS4 version are out this week. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, it looks it looks kind of interesting. Eventide, Slavic Fable. Slop. It's S- Slavic Fable. It's a um, um, point-and-click adventure game. Okay. Oh, uh, last Fight. Is a what well, looks like it looks like fucking Power Stone to be honest with you. Ooh, okay. Oh, uh, I, I'm interested. It is based on a comic book from France. Sure. Um, it's a bunch of guys. There's like looks like the main guys in like a like a tank top. <laughs> it's very it's very weird looking. Okay. This actually looks kind of cool. Well, it's out this week. Um, right. It looks like Power Stone, literally. I will play uh, well, what's it, what's what's it for platform? Um, I know it's on Steam. That's where I'm looking this at. The list okay. I had was on Xbox One, so okay. Xbox I'm assuming it's coming to everything: PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It says uh, Last Fight is bringing two v two 3D fighting game back to your living room. Pick up the available object in one of the eight stages and teach your opponents a lesson. Play in local multiplayer mode. Up to four players or one player story mode uh, with a cast of ten characters inspired by the comic book Last Man. Okay. Hmm. Neat. Uh, Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters Daybreak Special uh, Gigs. I got right. a game. That's a title. That is Japanese it. Ghostbusters. That is a title. Uh, and then Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse. Mm, I got to rent that game. Got to play it. I offered you a review code like a month ago. <laughs> you did. Yeah, but I ha- I was reviewing like three JRPGs at the time. <laughs> well, I was going to have to take another one. You could have had it done by now, right? Yeah, probably, but I don't like taking more than three at a time, usually. Uh, and then Severed is out on the Wii U, uh, as is Titan's Tower. Wii U getting games, what do you know? That kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Severed's a good game, I like it. It is, but it's still a leftover game, you know what I mean? Kinda. Not like it's getting new games. The only new game listed for the Wii U over the next god is Paper Mario. Uh, color Splash, right? Yeah, yeah. Color Splash. That's the I'm not only... sure if I want to cover that game or not. That is the yeah. only game coming to the Wii U like exclusively for the rest of the year. Well, it's not the NX. So, no new games. Christ. Time's running out for that to be announced, isn't it? No. Apparently. Weren't everyone saying that they're going to make the announcement in September? That's what the original... That that was the original rumor. Now the new rumor is October, so we'll see. Of course it is. (laughs) Because rumors are rumors, brother. Yep. So, speaking of of rumors... Turn into Hulk Hogan all of a sudden? Brother. I just just sued a um, media conglomerate, made a bunch of money because I called somebody a bad word. (laughs) Brother. (laughs) And now they're out of business. Now they're out of business, brother. 
news. Uh, anybody update their PS4? I did. Yes. That, yeah. that is, yep. a, that is yep. a nice firmware. Yeah, yes, it is. It is. I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, it's real no. slick. Yeah, folders the are awesome. So good. Yeah, and folders. folders. Oh, got the folders. Folders. The, option, the start menu option. Oh, you get customized. Oh, oh so good. Oh, the, the, the was a the quick menu thing, right, John? You talking about? Yes, quick yeah. menu. Oh, that's that the one. Oh, so it's good. Brilliant. Yeah. That thing reminds me of like a um, a modified Xbox 360 menu where you can change it, and that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I love the fact that when you highlight a game, it brings up like uh, your, your trophy history on it. You can quickly just check to see and uh, recent activity for it's all sort of streamlined. It's such a good update. It's it was really cool. Yeah. Time. Yeah. It's about fucking time. I looked at your I, move, I actually, Microsoft. I was sitting here with my girlfriend. And I was like, yeah, I'm playing Rogue Galaxy. She's like, oh, what's that about? And I kind of highlighted over it and I saw that Matt was actually playing it at the time. And then I was like, okay, I wonder where he is in the game. And it brought up his trophy list, everything, like compared our stuff immediately. I was looking at all sorts of information within two seconds. So I was like, this yeah, is fucking fantastic. Super slick. Yep. Yeah. The way it should have been from the beginning. And I'm, I'm nice they finally got there, man. Yep. That thing is nice. Um, so a story came out this week that uh, a gentleman in Florida was shipped an Xbox One uh, two weeks before it was even announced. <laughs> <laughs> How has it taken three years for that to come out? I don't know, okay. but that's crazy. It's quite funny if it's true, though. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, 4A guys, you might know them. They made uh, Metro, the Metro series. Oh, yeah. They've been teasing a new game. Awesome. Yeah, it's like been a guys. long time since we've heard from those guys. and they've been I putting... hope it's not Metro, because... I think that's hey, I, 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 I wouldn't mind another metro. I take game. another metro. I love the first two. I hated the first game. The second game was much better than the first game. It was. I'm sure it was. But Miles. Yeah. I still God, think I the story game. was better in the first one, but I think the gameplay and changes yeah. they made to the second one were better. I, I, uh, the collection kind of went back and retrofitted the first game with a lot of those changes, so it made it a lot more playable. Mm. Yeah, it's so, probably the best version to play at this point yeah, to the first one anyway. Oh, I like those games. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Star Wars Battlefront DLC is out this week. Uh, Death Star comes with a new mode, which is cool. Uh, also out this week, maybe, maybe you've heard of this game. Uh, Street Fighter V nope. is launching Urian on Friday. Oh, yeah. As well as Daily Challenges, brother, what's up? Daily challenges that you, that would require me to play that game once a day. I think that's a little too much. <laughs> hey, you know, remember the when they said fight money would be earned by that? Yeah, they're finally uh-huh. here. It only took my uh, fight money. Was it seven months? So how much did they give you per per daily mission? Is it like one or two? Are they generous <laughs> for like ten? Maybe. Uh, I think oh, I saw a new there? story saying it ranged anywhere from a hundred to five thousand, depending on the challenge, I guess. That's that's a huge amount. Hundred is nothing. Like completely insignificant. That's probably like five thousand hey, is okay. Like hey, you logged in. Here's a hundred fight money. Okay. Please play my game. <laughs> please, please <laughs> log in. Please play. <laughs> please. Uh, I'm trying to find more stuff. More stuff. I'm going on. South Park like got delayed. Was... South Park, yeah, South Park got delayed to first quarter of 2017. 
Yeah. Uh, you haven't talked about any of the Tokyo Game, stu- uh, game Show stuff, Ken. I'm trying to find big headlines from the Tokyo Game Show. I mean, I know there was a lot of stuff shown, mm-hmm. but, I, I mean, that's not really news when you show a game trailer or something. Yeah. It's well, a I mean, lot if, more Final Fantasy. If, uh, if a game is announced or something like that, that's news. Well, what was announced? Because, I, I mean, uh, I saw all the news about Final Fantasy 15, Resident Evil 7, I mean... But it's nothing they, I, new. I, I saw the uh, was in the Gundam versus. They have uh, it's basically was a twenty or twenty fifth anniversary of Gundam, and that's going to be a PS4 game apparently. That's pretty well. That's that's that series is really big in Japan. I kind of like them, but they don't really do them justice here in the states because they bring out the handheld versions, which aren't as good as the console ones. Um, there's um, Koi Tecmo is making a Muso game. All-Star. Oh, All Stars game. Yeah, I saw that. What? What? Yeah, it's yeah, like uh, yeah. everybody. There's like from... Hayabusa. Yeah. There's like a person from the Atelier games, like what? O- Opona. And then you have like Dead or Alive characters in the Muso game. You know what? I'll play yeah, they're, that. They're, 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 yeah, that, that, that might that be fun, fun actually. Here, though, I, wonder. I don't know if it'll come out here. I mean, it probably will. It will. Muso games come out in like states pretty easily. Well, they that announced the release awesome. date for Berserk. It's in February. Mm. I will be playing that. Yeah. Because, um, because yes. Because <laughs> yes. Uh, HBO Go is coming to PS4 finally. Oh, good. HBO Go is pretty cool. I, I use it on uh, mobile devices. Um, Remedy has announced their next project. Uh, they're now making multiplayer games. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> was, was Quantum Break that bad in sales? Is that is that what they're relegated to now? Microsoft said that it met their expectations, so it, their expectations were either low or it did a lot better than we thought it did. <laughs> uh, that that game didn't do all that well, uh, from word of mouth and critically speaking, anyway. Yeah. But whatever, whatever. Um, did you guys start watching some of the footages that they put out for Tokyo Game Show, like some of the gameplay stuff? For... I saw the gameplay for Final Fantasy. Um, Drew, you gotta watch the gameplay footage for uh, Near Automata. Uh huh. I it's a platinum game, so we expect it to to look smooth, run nice. But I've never seen animation as smooth as this in a platinum game yet. Like the combat and everything just looks so fluid. Transitioning from attacking one monster to the other, like juggling enemies using range attacks, like. Watch like that, like 10, 15 minutes of footage. It looks amazing. And they just put out new footage of Resident Evil 7, by the way, where they're supposed to show off a brand new area, showcases some of the combat and stuff. Uh, I actually haven't seen that yet. I'm going to watch that as soon as we're done here. I was. Didn't they add some stuff to the demo as well with the patch? They did. They did. Oh, I actually forgot to mention that I played that. Um, there isn't too much to it. You can now go beyond the place where you were upstairs. There's like a there's like a whole gap in the wall. You can find some new items. You can actually finally use the fucking dummy finger on something. <laughs> of course, but the you thing can. is, it's a fucking troll because you use it to combine it into a hand, but it's still missing pieces, and you still can't use it. Oh, so the they're not done with this demo. They're gonna start keep adding more pieces to it until the game's out. Which, I don't yeah. know. It feels like a bit much at this point. But it is what it is. And it sucks because the demo, um, the update was almost 3 gigs. It's like 2.8 gigs. Jesus gig. Christ. <laughs> and it added so little that we could see and find. I was like, what the fuck did the space go? And I don't know. It's, Video it's games, really, man. Video games now. It's, it's, 
I bet you there's so much more and they just haven't unlocked it yet using a key or some shit. I have oh, yet boy. to play that demo. You should. It's uh, good. The demo's cool, man. It only yeah, takes you like 10-15 minutes. So it'll be fast. Yeah, it's not a long demo. Uh, we talked about The Last Guardian being delayed, right? Uh, nope. Yeah, till December, right? Yep. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I believe, that's going to I believe that it either. will be this year. I believe. So, I there, so Sony's only two exclusive PS4 titles are hitting in December, and one of them nobody knows about, and the other one is very niche. What's the What's one the nobody one? knows about? Gravity Rush 2. Dude, oh, Gravity course, Rush yeah, 2 is yeah. pretty popular. Gravity Rush is great in Japan, but let's be fair, that game is not huge in America. Not even close. Well, well we're, are think... you talking like Call of Duty huge? Obviously not, but I we're think not even uh... talking like Quantum Break huge. That... That game is. Not... I, th- I think I think it's going to sell pretty well. I, I don't think. Do well. I think they should have done what they did in in Japan and offer the first game up remastered for free during. Um, they had it like for free they, for a week. They, they'll, they'll, they'll probably, probably get people December. into it. They'll well. probably do a PlayStation Plus for December. Yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll be a good way to go. Uh, Gravity Rush too, man. Every time I see a bit more footage of that game, that game just looks better and better. I can't wait. I love the first game, but I'm not delusional that it's that it's even remotely popular. I mean, that remaster sold crap in America. Didn't help that it was exclusively physical to Amazon, but whatever. No, God, really? Yep. Nobody else carried it. No, I, I, I don't know, but I don't I don't really care that it's popular as long as the game is very good that I get to play. That's, no, you know, no, no, that's not specific. my point. My point was yeah. is that Sony's two big exclusives this year are two games that aren't going to sell. We'll I see. Just, just, we'll see. <sighs> well, you don't think Last Guardian is going to sell? It'll sell. It'll sell Shenmue numbers, which is not a lot. I, I mean, I just because just because we know about those games, ninety nine percent of the population that plays video games don't know or give two shits about either one of those games. Yeah, I'm but if you think it's if, coming out this year, yeah. so. as someone who kind of values a lot of um, emphasis and like uh, in like niche gaming, and you know, I, I love my JRPGs, I love all these like random ass shit. So whenever I think about what's popular and what's not, and the fact that they're still bringing these games out over here makes it better for me, you know, compared to what it might be for the company. So whenever I think like, oh, it doesn't have these like huge big seller games that's going to sell 10 million copies, that doesn't make me think of it in a negative light. You know what I mean? No, no, I, I, I get that. I, I get that. Yeah. But I'm referring to this is the third Christmas in a row where Sony ain't had shit. And it, it's just, it, it boggles my mind, because the PS3 was the fucking first-party factory machine, man. Like, their exclusives were the best. And it just, it seems like they're missing all of them during the holiday. Because you remember, what was it, last year, it was supposed to be The Order, and there was something else that got delayed. And then this year, it was supposed to be Horizon, and Gran Turismo, and hey, guess what? Those aren't coming out either during the busiest gaming time that there is. That's just crazy to me. Mm. Like, that's when you get your games out. That's when you do it. Um, speaking of other things, I don't understand what Sony's doing. Sony laid off a bunch of people at Sony San Diego. Yeah. Um, but what's, uh, what's, what's San Diego up to nowadays? Uh, well, let's, let's just clarify this. The MLB team was untouched, according to this report. Um, but they were um, they were also behind Drawn to Death and Guns Up. 
both their titles, I think, are probably not going to come out. Drawn to Death has been out forever in, like, beta form, but, yeah, I don't think that... Isn't that the Jaffe one? That's the Jaffe game, yeah. Yeah, that's not... I don't think that... I mean, it had a nice kind of art style, but I, I don't see that having that much of appeal. Uh, also, here's another interesting one. Uh, PlayStation VR Studio is also suffering layoffs. <laughs> Already, before the thing even and The thing out. hasn't even launched yet, which yeah. totally puts more emphasis behind that rumor that I talked about last week about Sony's kind of expecting VR to flop. That's why they rushed the Pro out this year. Um, I mean, have you heard anything about VR lately? Who's been talking about the Oculus Rift? Oh, the Oculus and the and the Vive are like non-existent anymore. Like people don't mm-hmm. talk about those. Um, the, the new story around PlayStation VR is that it's sold out, but Sony themselves have come out and said they didn't make a whole lot for launch. So yeah. selling out was not a shock. Well, that's how they do it when it comes to high-risk hardware, right? You want to get the good buzz, so they don't they don't make as many, so they can say that it's sold out. You know, that's how they do it with the. Um, yeah, but they gotta have I the think, good buzz first. But that's what I mean. Like the good buzz is the fact that they sold out. There are people like, oh, they sold out, and people will interpret that as so many people bought it. When in truth, it really means that they didn't sell that many copies or didn't make enough. You know what I mean? So that's making that making limited quantity has its uh, has its way of kind of making people want it more. This makes it more exclusive, makes it more limited, and kind of makes people buy it. It's it's a it's a very like basic marketing technique, and it works very well. It works in the beginning, but you it, but what I mean is you've got to have that positive buzz after. So yeah, I mean it's got to it's got to review well and stuff like that. But let's we'll remember see how, how hot Amiibos were six months ago. Now you can't. You can't give those things away. Good. Thank God for that. <laughs> Fuck them. I'm just saying. Fuck Amiibos. Right up the ass. Yeah. Gotta hate those things. I don't like to say I told you so, but... Really, Joe? Yeah, I you, told don't everybody. lie. You'd love to say <laughs> that you told you so. I, I told everybody that this fucking VR shit was a fad, and everybody's like, this dumb redneck that nobody's talking about. Yet. It's and out. We're it's, just... it's out. The yeah, Oculus and Vive launched VR specifically, right? We're not talking about the Oculus and uh, the Vive, which really the the barrier for entry for those that that high end PC plus that like five hundred dollar hardware plus. That's 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 rough. Yeah. But a lot of well, it's it's <laughs> uh, it is. If anything is going to break VR into the mainstream, will be the PS4 because of the install base that they've got and the fact that it's at a lower price point, I still don't think it's going to make that much of a splash mind. No, no, I don't Um, like it. I I don't like it. But they've they've got the best shot. Yeah, they have their shot. I think they position themselves well enough to the point where they have the shot. And that's really all you can do, because when you're talking about a new technology like this, with uh, the amount of money and technology involved, and then the fact that it's so hard to sell, like... It's one of the hardest things yes. to sell. Like you can't Absolutely. show they it need... off the stage. You gotta, you gotta have people experience it themselves. And there's only so many kiosks you can put out out there. So That's it's it. a fucking difficult proposition, man. And uh, well, trying. nobody, nobody wants to demo pink eye. I'm just gonna throw that. Out there. <laughs> True story. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I've been saying it for years. Um, I think, I think VR will eventually. Be, uh, get big and mainstream. However, I do think that the stepping stone to VR in terms of uh, you know popularity is is AR. And the thing is, we've 
just recently experienced a extremely uh, mainstream AR um, application in the form of Pokemon Go. Yeah, that's, that's not the same though. I mean, I, it, I agree with you on it, the fact that it's a stepping AR is stone. The thing, but it's no, it's not the same experience. I mean, AR has been. Uh, some of the first smartphones had it. It's a simple thing. What yeah. AR means is what Microsoft are looking at. And Microsoft believe AR is is the way forward, not VR. Um, but that's even you know their prototype Hololens thing is limited in what it can do. And I think as time goes on, that technology is going to be incredible. But it's I don't you can't compare Pokemon Go to the Hololens in any way, shape, or form. It's a completely different experience, and I think Pokemon Go. I mean, I don't even have the AR on on Pokemon Go because it's just a battery drain. But that's not the reason why people are, uh, are getting it, uh, on board with that app. It's a, obviously well, I mean, Pokemon yeah, side of things. But, the thing is, that, that's the reason why nobody is going to be VR. Isn't going to become popular because it's VR. VR will become popular because of a franchise that will adopt VR within it. And the that's thing is, that's yeah. what you need. That's what you need. That's the like, biggest like thing. Resident Evil 7, maybe. I, that, I, I, Resident Evil 7 will not sell be. jack shit. I mean, I'm saying the, uh, game will, the game will sell, but the Resident Evil 7 will not sell a VR headset. I, mean, VR, I, hey, I don't think I can already prove succeed. you wrong because I know four people personally that are buying VR just to play Resident Evil because they're that big of fans of Resident Evil. <sighs> I'm a big fan of Resident Evil 2, and I don't want to play it in VR. Oh, that's that's you, but I know a lot of people that are, have been sold because of Resident Evil 7 specifically to VR. Because they just need that one game as an entry, and they're such big fans of Resident Evil and horror in general that they want to get that full experience. They want to see what it could be differently, you know? And well, then, just, their best option is to wait at least a month and get one really cheap, because those things are, I think, uh, one and done kind of thing. I think you'll buy... I mean, yes, I'm sure the best... Hopefully, the, the, the best experience of VR is going to be Resident Evil. You know, it's going to be a whole game, not an experience. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like they are taking care in, in, in whether you play it v, uh, VR or standardly. Uh, standard way of playing it. I think that's going to be a slow... Re- I think that's the only thing that looks interesting on that platform at the moment, on any of the the three. Everything else to me seems like shovelware. I will say hey, the uh, same I will say the same thing I said when we started talking about VR ages ago. People may be interested to buy VR because of Resident Evil, but mm-hmm. I guarantee you that after they do it, it'll end up like Vive and Oculus and people will come to the conclusion that they don't want to spend ten to fifteen hours with that headset on to play that game. Yeah, so it's gonna sit there and collect dust, which you know what? According to Sony, hey, we got your money, sucker. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's basically it. There's been plenty of times I bought something and used it like for one specific thing and then never touched it again. PlayStation Move controller, say hi. Oh wait, no, they're back in the warehouse to sell with VR. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? None of Let's us here hi, have had a PSVR headset on our head yet to demo anything ever in our in our in our in our life so far, right? So we're coming from a. Purely speculative point of no, view. No, I have used VR. Them. I what? have used VR. I've used VR. But have you used PSVR in particular? No, it doesn't. That doesn't matter. The VR experience is a VR experience. I use the Samsung Gear. And no, 
No, I can I can specifically tell you the Samsung Gear and like the Oculus Vive are very different experiences entirely. No, and the 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 quality of the experience is very different. The experience is not. It's still tricking your mind into believing something is there when it's not. So the quality, absolutely, but you can still get the whole feel of it from something like the Gear VR. And it, you know what? It's amazing. It really is very very clever. I will not wear that thing for more than ten minutes. I think that's, that's why that's the games the truth are. Of it. I think that's why the games are shovelware because they kind of know that. I will be very interested to see the reaction to Resident Evil in January with people who play that whole fucking game. Yeah, with I'm that super headset. curious well, too. I'll, I'll, yeah, t- I'll tell I'll tell you this: is that Capcom would not never ever develop Resident Evil Seven just for VR. Well, that's why it's coming like, to oh, Xbox exactly. One and PC. They're, they're, exactly, yeah. and and that, that's what they're banking on because they're going to sell a shit ton more with people who just want to play it standard. And well, this has to that that whole mode has to be funded by Sony, hence the reason why it's exclusive. Exclusive, yeah. And so I just I don't know, man. I just I don't. It's a fad. It's just like fucking waggle controls. What are you talking it, about? Like, those are still those are still around, right? Right. Motion controls are still a thing, man. It's they, yeah. I mean, they're it's, still they're built into our controllers and shit now. But nobody uses them. Let's be fair. Yeah. And the people that do use them, you're like, oh, I got to waggle. Take that I remember out of when my people were saying like, oh, the rumble feature is such a fad, man. No one cares. And then they took it out of the fucking PlayStation Three, and everyone had a shit fit. Everybody like, has yeah, a shit fit. The, the internet has the a shit fit. They said it was everything. out of there. Do you remember the reason they said the rumble was out of there? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> the total bullshit reason. What is it? It was because six it would axis. it would destroy the the uh, the performance of the six axis. Oh boy! <laughs> Please take that out and give me Rumble back. <laughs> yeah, which they did for every for every flopping failure idea you can name thirty that succeeded. I get that. Yeah, that's that's the that's the that's the thing behind everything. But this stuff is out there. Oculus and Vive are out there, and even the people who were enthusiastic about it don't touch it anymore i was about to say how when was the last time i heard anybody talk about it i don't know i I, I haven't i haven't heard anybody what fucking games are out for is there a game coming out for it it's all there's games with support but there's not like a vr game particularly on on pc there's a lot of games that have support yeah i mean elite everyone everyone says that um elite dangerous is best played with vr um so that's a, that's an example of a game that's not necessarily built for VR, but supposedly um, is its highest uh, purpose is achieved through VR. Right. Okay, I can see that. But I, just, I, I, I don't, I'm going to have to wait until somebody I trust that has one lets me use it. Because uh, again, I don't want to demo pink eye like Ken said. Yeah, I don't want pink eye. Um, you, guys are, you guys are super paranoid yeah. about that shit. Okay. If Sony wants to send me one, I'll check it out. Like I've been trying to get Oculus to send me one because I I am not spending four to eight hundred dollars on that no. experience. That no, I'm, I'm not. not. Well, let, let's just be frank. No one here is buying one at launch, right? No, no, not God, no, 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 no. Yeah. Nope. But I'm very curious to see like people's reactions and if it's positive enough, or if I can try it at my friend's house who's buying it. And if I like it a lot, then I'll pick it one up for myself. But we need that initial initial reaction from the other people who yeah. are willing to take that risk. I'm first. sure it's really cool like John said. I'm sure it's like when you put it on you're like, holy shit, this is cool. But I think I will be like him and just, like I think about playing Mario Galaxy all the time and you know why I don't? 
waggle control. Motion. Exactly. I don't want to do that. I own the game. I have it on my Wii U. I don't want to waggle my controller. It <laughs> keeps me from couldn't, playing that couldn't game. You play, couldn't you press a button instead of waggling the controller? Nope. No, you had to waggle. You have to have Even if you map control. it to a controller like you can uh-huh. on Dolphin, you have to waggle the right stick to do stuff in that game, and it makes it yep. a bad game. You got to point. You got to point at oh. stuff and shoot. Like it's uh, Mario Galaxy has a lot of motion control in it that you can't really take away. Did you, There's did you no way Mario Galaxy is a bad game, Ken. Without oh, without Wackle, it is. I I love I love Mario Galaxy. Mar- Mario Galaxy is fucking fantastic. But I you know hate what? waggling that controller. I don't want to. You know it. what tells me Mario Galaxy is a fantastic game? What? Do you know how my son and I beat uh, a good six or seven levels? Him oh. controlling the jump. And me controlling the stick. Nice. Like he he would he would hold the, the the Wii remote and just jump whenever I told him to jump, and I would control the stick. And if the game sucked, there's no way we would have been able to do that. Yeah. All right. Let's do one last news story before we move on. Um, Shuhei Yoshida came out about No Man's Sky and basically took Sean Murray and tossed him under a bus. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> amazing. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of funny because Sony published that game technically. Yeah. yeah on PS on PlayStation, they did. Yeah, you? that's really shitty, Shuhei. But, yeah, I mean, you know, some a, the way he said it was bad. You. He comes off as like a corporate guy saying, this ain't our fault. Yeah, which it is, because I'll tell you right now, the copy we got for review, that came from Sony. Sony mm. PR. Ooh. Yeah, they, they, they hold some responsibility, and obviously not all of it. You know, they're, they're shared between the developers, the publishers, and everyone else in between. And the people who fucking bought the thing on launch, by the way, they're also responsible. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, exactly, John. <laughs> it's all your fault, John. God damn it. Oh, everything gets there, don't worry. I, I, I bought launch it at launch, too. How, okay, out of everybody who bought it at launch, how many of y'all still have it? I still own it, but I haven't played it since the second day it came out. I was going to say, are, weren't still... you talking about trading it in? I was going to trade it in. I was going to get Overwatch. <laughs> I um, I can't trade mine in. I have it digitally. Oh, God, John, you really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I am I still it. hoping that in six months that game will be awesome. <laughs> I rented mine, so yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, John. I don't hate to break your bubble, but uh, Sean Murray hasn't said anything for 30 days since that game launched. So I'm expecting probably six, a clever man. Six months, you're probably not gonna have an awesome game. You know, like he takes, yeah. like it, it would be okay for us to kind of jump on him and talk shit about Sean Murray, but at this point, that man has taken more abuse. Oh, online absolutely. Than anyone deserves like. Fucking Hitler could make a Twitter account and take less abuse right now than what Sean Murray has taken. Yeah, so it's... I'm like, dude, like, just just fucking relax. I hope he doesn't kill himself or anything drastic. Uh, I hope he's doing okay. I mean, he he made some. He lied about a few things. He made some bad promises, but that's all he did. You know, at the end of the day, he was trying to make a video game to entertain people. He had a yeah, vision. He didn't drown puppies or anything, did he? I mean, yeah, like, and, then, and then he didn't deliver. That's fine. He he still ha- he still made some really cool ideas. There were some innovative things that in that game that I hope other games take away from it. So I I don't know, dude. It's like it feels he's, like everyone's just dumping on. I, I'm not I'm not a part of that. I'm not a part. He's of not that. the he's not the first independent developer to swing and miss. 
Yeah. yeah. And he's not. not the first guy to overpromise and underdeliver. No. And I don't Peter know, like Molyneux. where where was Peter Molyneux <laughs> getting fucking raked? When, yeah. this, when this shit was happening. Well, when, that's because Twitter wasn't I, what it is today. Yeah, Twi- Twitter doesn't didn't exist when uh, Fable 1 came out, right? Yeah. And Peter Molyneux is fucking, oh, just, just, <laughs> just rubbing the sweat Peter from Molyneux, his brows. That's why he's backed away from video games. Yeah. Smart yeah. man. He quit while he yes. was he was not ahead, but you know he, he still was, right? So. I'll just say, Sony needs to get a stranglehold on their PR because they have not had a good month. Uh, no. Yeah, that's no, that's no, the no, biggest no, thing. No. Is I don't know what the hell they're doing, but hey, holy shit, man! They need I like to, the firmware. Yeah, I the like firmware. The they should be out there talking about that. Yeah, you know. Because... I think I, I I think they miss. They need someone like um, Major Nelson. You know, whenever there's a update to the dashboard or the you know the Xbox One software, is you know he's like a a personable person that can get across what they're trying to tell you, straight talking, no messing. Um, I looked at the launch video for 4.0, and it's like this whole corporate thing. It's like uh, swooshing sound effects and background music and this, that, and the other. It's like, well, wouldn't it be better if they had someone who could speak to you as a gamer and make it, you know, just a little bit... More personable. They're, yeah, they and need, I think they they need personality. Something fierce. Yeah. 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 You know, they should and, They should hire that guy that does a Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter. Hell yeah. <laughs> just fucking get that guy, make him the Sonic guy. I mean, make him, make him the Sony guy. Just handle all the PR news. He'll just have he a He will time burn that building down in a day. Uh, I think they're doing a good job of that themselves. I'm just saying. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm sure. sorry. One, one last small news piece before we move on. Uh, did anybody see the Sonic Mania Collector's Edition? No. Oh, yeah. oh cool. I need that That's thing. Quite cool. I need that US thing. and PC only. What's it got? It's, it's got a 12-inch Sonic statue, but he's standing on top of a, a Genesis. Okay. He should it's, be it's standing awesome. on top of the hopes and dreams of every Sonic fan that's ever lived. And he <laughs> should the be crushing them the beneath his dream. foot. They should. He should. It's still, like, when you look at it, it looks like a Sega Genesis Collector's Edition of the game, which is what it's, it really speaks to me, my nostalgia. It looks cool. I wouldn't buy it, but it looks super cool. All right, we got a couple emails. First one comes from Eeyore. I've, I've got to shoot out here as well. Okay, well, right, bye. You, bye, John. So, out. You take care, guys. Have a good rest of the show. We will. Okay, okay. At least he tells us on the show and not in chat like somebody else. I know, right? <laughs> bye, Drew. No, not Drew. I know. I was thinking that. I'm fucking here. <laughs> here. Trying to confuse you, son. Keep you on your toes. Uh, this is real life. Your Kara sent us an email. Said, "Boys, I've got a game of the. I've got my game of the year. Oh boy! Uh, right. The game is Seven Days to Die. Okay then. Uh, good God Almighty, this is fantastic. If you're like me, you love Minecraft and you're into survival horror, this is for you. Uh, this game definitely has some really bad frame rate issues, but it's still great. Uh, I believe this game is out on PC uh, years ago, but instead." but just released for PC. I don't understand that quote. Uh, actually, the game has been in early access for a long time, and it still is in early access on the PC, just to let you know. Yeah, mm. I think he meant it just came out on uh, consoles, maybe. Okay. Uh, this game might be on par with Minecraft, boys. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> I, uh, you're not going to find many talk Minecraft about, lovers on this stream. Uh, on this talk, podcast, talk about, unfortunately. We'll talk about. Hey, I'm a Minecraft lover. Oh, are you? Okay, great. Yeah. great. we have one. Yeah, right? awesome. I think Minecraft's fantastic, and uh, it's the perfect game for kids. Oh yeah, my yeah. son absolutely fucking adores Minecraft. He's got two Minecraft T-shirts, man, that he wears to school. Yep. My son's got a Minecraft T-shirt as well. Oh God, he's like, and he gets excited when I when I get him for him. He's like, "Oh yeah, there's this and there's." I'm like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." <laughs> turns into a little Kool Aid man. Oh yeah, and he's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Uh, anyhow, I want to say that I love Drew's opinion on the new console hardware. Very in depth. Yeah, right. fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Drew was silent. For the whole podcast, yeah. it was just me, Ken, and John just going at it. Oh, that was funny. pretty good. I just, I just don't care about them. Don't, I don't. You don't care about them turf flops. No, I don't give a shit. Uh, if my if my consoles I have right now can play all the games that are coming out for those, then I don't give a fuck. All right. Um, he says, "I think I may have solved the console war in terms of power." Okay. Uh, well, when you buy a new console, it's not about the power or those teraflops. It's about the OS and apps exclusive to it. When you buy a new phone, you don't buy the most powerful one. You first choose OS, so let's say iOS for Apple. Then you choose whether you want iPhone 7 or iPhone 5 that does the job. Just like either PS4 Pro or the PS4 that does the job. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and the apps exclusive to the platform you know. That's why you buy these products, not because of power and all. It's kind of like an ass. You can get a bubble butt, or you can get a skinny white ass that does the job. Same thing. Wow. I'm, put it. I'm very confused by that whole statement. Because uh, I don't think of video game consoles as apps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one more call. I think the analogy... I get what he's trying to do, and I think the app comparison works. The fact that apps equals games in this analogy, right? That's fine. Yeah, exclusive games and the games that you can play make a whole lot of sense. But the OS, there's a huge difference between the iOS and the Android. While there isn't that much of a difference in the UI and how things really handle between the Xbox One and the PS4, there's still a lot of improvement for both. Uh, there's like I think the Xbox has a better store interface. I think the PS4 now has a better interface, but has a worse store. And how you can kind of like go through stuff. So it's like that's not that big of a deal at all compared to an iOS where you can only, you know, like there there's a lot of limitations on the iOS, but it's also like a it's a, it's generally a smoother experience in a lot of times because they cut out a lot of the fat. But if you know how to use the Android, you can really make the mess up, make the most of it. So I don't think that works properly, but I get I get what you mean as as far as that's concerned. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking about games, it's always been about games, but the problem yeah, is, is that the narrative changes based on what the fanboys decide they want to argue about this week. Mm-hmm. And and game quality is, you know, is totally subjective. Like, Gears of War is a great game, but not everybody loves Gears of War. Yeah. You know, Uncharted is a great game. Not everybody loves Uncharted. I mean, it's just... I don't know. It's, uh, you, 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 go, you go to the console that has the games that you want to play, right? Exactly. You tell me that. Yeah, you, you tell me that the games you're looking forward to the most this year are Horizon and Gears. You, you go play, get an Xbox. If the game you want to play is Last Guardian and Gravity Rush, then you go get a PS4. And the thing is, if you want to go with a platform that has the better multi-platform games, yeah, the PS4 has slightly better visuals. And visual fidelity across the board most of the time. 
But that doesn't matter as much as the exclusive titles that are available for the platform and also what your friends play on. Yeah, that's everyone, the biggest thing yeah, that's, right that's there. That's a huge deal. Um, yeah. If they just open that up, they would... Controller, for me, is a big deal. Yeah, yeah that's also a big Controller's deal well. a big deal for a lot of people. And, and mm. I, go back, I went back and forth in the beginning because I thought the DS4 was really good. But, you know, now I don't. You, you, should, you should buy one of those another one of the elite controls, Ken. They, they worked out for you, right? I love that controller. It's not my fault that it's made shoddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing is when you told like, oh man, you can you can tell that it's made. Uh, oh, it's you made, can made well. It, it, it totally is. Like that thing yeah. is made really yeah. well. The the issue that I had was just like, you got to be shitting me. <laughs> That is the dumbest thing to break. It's as dumb as the fucking rubber rubbing off on the PS4 handle. That shouldn't happen. No. That has never yeah, happened. That shouldn't happen. I have uh, covers on my PS4 controller. Yeah, I do, I do that too. Like, that stuff Actually, is so stupid. But it happens. Yeah. I know, it's it so happens. dumb. It's so dumb. It's bad, yeah. Small shit like that. My Xbox 360 controller still runs strong. Yeah, I still got three of them, and they work fine. Yeah, wired wired 360 controllers built last. Yeah, well, mine's wireless actually. Oh yeah, Um, Yeah, it's just the battery pack is completely dead, so I have to leave it charged all the time. Yeah, well, it's been, but I still have to have it controlled to a dongle. (laughs) It's been what like ten years, and battery pack's probably dead. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You should probably just spend the five bucks and get a new one. Yeah, probably, but I'm just like, ah, eh, fuck it, this is still working. Yeah, you know. I, I, I'm using the Bluetooth controller that came with my S for my PC now, and that's so nice. Not to have, yeah, to have I a dongle. I can't use, yeah, I can't use Xbox One uh, controllers on my uh, on my PC. Why? Because I'm not running Windows 10. Ah, yeah. yeah. Because I have a bootleg copy of Windows uh, 7. Oh, dude. You just you just incriminated yourself on the podcast. I'm a, I'm okay. I, what did I tell you about not incriminating yourself tell, on the podcast? Tell tell Bill Gates to where my, where I live, and I'll meet him out there. Okay. And okay. we'll fight to the death. All right. Uh, Sam sent us an email. Samuel. Sam, I don't know what you prefer. Uh, Sam in Seattle. Sam in Seattle. Uh, sup, dudes? I've got a dilemma. Uh, his email is entitled, Need for Horizon Speed 3. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm in dire need of a dank ass racing game to sink my teeth into. However, given my particular set of car game needs, I don't know for a Forza Horizon 3 is what I'm looking for. Uh the last racing game I truly enjoyed was the latest Need for Speed. Uh it okay. wasn't some groundbreaking racing game, it just happened to fit exactly my exact wants at the time. I'm looking for something similar in Forza Horizon 3. All I want from Forza Horizon 3 is to hop in my favorite Japanese cars, mod the crap out of them, and drift all over the streets, preferably with some tuge down mountain racing drifting involved. Okay. My question for y'all is, do you think Forza Horizon 3 is for me? Uh, I enjoyed the demo, but the locale seemed more MotorStorm-esque than, and less street racy. I certainly wouldn't mind these locations and types of races in Aussie if they are in addition to some more street racing and drift content. Not if that's the whole game, though. Were the last Horizons that way? Uh, Also, how did I not know Amazon offers 20% off game pre-orders for Prime members after tax and day of shipping? You still save $13 if my math was right. Canceling all my GameStop pre-orders now and switching to Amazon. Very good. That is a good idea because, man... Save money, baby. That's that's like one of the best deals I've seen in a while. You gotta have Prime for that, right? It's yeah, true. That's not free. 
Well, I mean, I use Prime anyway. Mm-hmm. And I just, if I can get, if I can get, it's, date, it's like a huge incentive to have Prime in general. Yeah, I, I, I just yeah. was trying to figure out like the math, like would I order enough games to justify a hundred dollars a year? If I can get twenty percent off my game whenever I first get it, and on top of that, get it sent to my house day it releases. Once, yeah, at least day that's that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and if you, I, we, I'm a Prime sub- subscriber, and if you, um, I mean, if you order even a decent amount of stuff off of Amazon, uh, you save a decent amount of money in free shipping. So yeah, it works I, out I pretty well. I don't. I, uh, I also use the Amazon Prime Music when I'm in the car for the streaming stuff. Uh, yep. I use the Amazon Prime uh, Instant whatever the streaming thing for the video video on demand. They have a ton of stuff that not even Netflix has. Yeah. Uh, I use the free shipping all the time. I buy most of my essentials that I don't get like a groceries, and on top of that, I get my games. It's like the value is insane for the amount that I use it for. I maybe order three to four things off of Amazon a year. Well, if you had Prime, maybe you would order more, though. No, I yeah. wouldn't. I, I don't order things offline. Like, hardly oh, ever. You don't? No, I just oh, go I, buy I, them. I'm one of those I, instant gratification people. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. If I want something, I go buy it. That's just that's just me. Like, the, the release date stuff doesn't do anything for me because I can just go to the store and buy it. But, like, I don't know, driving to a place. I'm going to tell you this right now. Five to six days a week, I I have to go out. I have a wife and a child, so there's always something. Oh, yeah, if you're out in the the first place, yeah. There's always something that we need, so I am at the store almost, like I said, five to six days a week. (laughs) I haven't been to the mall in, like, a month. Uh, Who the fuck goes to the mall? I don't go to the mall. Well, that's where the GameStop is for me. (laughs) Oh, no, mine's actually in a... Like a shopping center, yeah, shopping center, oh, okay. strip mall kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't have to go to. A, I will not go to a mall. Like I will pick a store that is not in a mall. I'll go to Best Buy if they're in a GameStop that's outside a mall. <laughs> I go to the mall for like food court stuff sometimes and check out some store stuff once in a while. I haven't been to a mall since I was like in high school. Uh, but to get back to this question about Horizon, there is that stuff in the game. Uh, there is cityscapes. Street racing, drifting, um, that stuff is in there, but like any Horizon game, that's not everything. Mm-hmm. Like, that game tries to be a jack-of-all-trades. It has off-road racing, street racing, drag racing. That is essentially the open-world yeah. racing game. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's it's a lot like Burnout. Yeah. Like Burnout Paradise. You can race against trains in that game. Fuck yeah. You can race against helicopters. In, in Forza Horizon 2, you raced like a 747 jet. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> I think you may like Horizon 3, to be honest with you, Tim. There is uh, Sam. Or Sam. Sam. What the <laughs> fuck is, who the fuck is Sam? I don't know who Tim Sam. is. I don't know either. For some reason, Tim popped in my head. But yeah, I think you'll like that. Now, it is different from Need for Speed. Because yes. trust me, I played a lot of Need for Speed. I actually kind of enjoyed it. I know a lot of people didn't. But um, but yeah, no, I was I was pretty big into Need for Speed for a little while there on the Xbox One. Yeah, you can you can totally mod your cars in Horizon. It's not as deep as the stuff in Need for Speed. I don't think. That's that's not. I'm not a gearhead, so I don't do that kind of stuff. Now, Need for Speed's customization was kind of crazy. Yeah, you can do like kits and engine upgrades, tire upgrades, um you can do skins, spoilers, stuff like that. You can, can you do... t- can you tell me one thing about it? Do you do you know what car you start with? Uh you get to pick. They give you, you a pick. list of cars and they're like, "Here, pick one of these." 
Are like, they all pretty much supercars? You know, like Ferrari no, shit like that? No, no, no. You, you don't get that at the beginning. Like, the, the starting cars, I forget what they are in Horizon 3. But they're not like a fucking Honda Civic or you know, Ford Focus and shit like that, are they? Uh, I don't remember the set. They're okay. sets for everything. It just depends on what you're racing. Like, when you get to the Outback, they give you choices of, like, the Impreza or the, you know, an off-road car. Right, the, the, the um, STI and shit like that. Yeah, it's it's just matters of what you're doing. Like when you get to the street racing, they give you the choice of the street racing cars. You know, when you're when you're out in the open doing like uh, drag races, they give you the like muscle cars, like Corvettes right. and and Chargers and Mustang and stuff like that. You know, right? It, it just depends on what you're doing in that game, like driving the Warthog because that's badass. So yeah, I, I think that. And that game is huge, man. I'm not even going to begin to tell you how much there is to do in that game. Like, I think I'm 2% through the critical path. Dude, Horizon 2 was huge. Yeah, I spent 30 hours in Horizon 2 to finish the, the critical path of races. I spent 7 hours just in that Fast and the Furious free one. Yeah, and that's a small chunk of Horizon 2. Yeah. Very small chunk. And Horizon 3 is bigger than Horizon 2. Jesus. It's crazy. But no, I, I really think you will like that game. A lot, actually. Alright. To the Twitter. To the Twitter. <laughs> Adam says, Thanks, Yorkara, for clearing up the titty issue. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he also says, I don't know much about Xenogears. Just want to give my homies a drink. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. There you go. And finally, he says, speaking of Lost, anyone here of chronologically, chronologically Lost, I guess is what he's trying to say, a dude who put the whole series in chronological order. Google it, Drew. That's what he said in his tweet. I didn't say that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that's there. I mean, there was a lot of, dude, people, everybody was talking about Lost when it was out. Yeah, that that uh, if you ever get lost in that wiki, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave says after listening to your discussion on the latest podcast, my thoughts on the PS4 Pro, and he linked to a a blog that he wrote. So if you want to check that out, his his uh, Twitter name is the number five Y P H E R. But it's uh, it's got some good points in there. So you should. Uh, you should go check that out if you want to know more. Because we had some good discussions last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mookie says, Oh my god, can these game devs just stop bragging about their games to be played in 4K? It's like a pissing contest now. Which the PS4... Oh, it's, it's the, always been. The PS4 doesn't play games in 4K. The PS4 Pro will play very few games in 4K. Yeah, I don't. Same, same I don't with the like Scorpio. That. Same I, with PC. I don't like this. It's running in 4K shit because 99.999% of games are not running in 4K. It's like running a game in 720p and claiming you're running it in 1080p. That's how stupid these claims are. Just stop. It's a buzzword. It's the claims don't like matter to me as much as what they mean people don't really understand what it means to play at a higher resolution a lot of times like the visual fidelity and what it actually adds to the textures like 
the ga- a game has to be built from the ground up with high like we're talking super high resolution textures in mind and then you can actually get the benefits in 4K. When you up-res a game that's not already natively built for 4K, it's going to look nicer. It's going to look sharper. Sure, you're going to notice it. But it's not going to be some like crazy difference. You know, It's not going to be the difference between 480 and 1080. It's no. not, not going to be that difference that, that people are going to be looking for. And that's basically the kind of resolution jump that we're talking about. You know, uh, this is basically double, right? Between what we have at 1080p to 4K, and you're not going to get that huge difference right off the bat. The the technology and the feasibility and the consumer-friendly price points aren't there yet. So what you're getting is uh, what kind of like what Jason was talking about. It's like a stepping stone to what 4K will truly become eventually. And yeah, we're going to get there. That's just like the next logical step. Things are just going to get sharper. Things are just going to get bigger and higher resolution. Uh, as the internet speeds and everything like that, it has to also follow along too. So when you think about people throwing those buzzwords along, you have to say like, how much does that actually matter at this point? And it's the the answer is not that much. Like HDR matters more than 4K right now. Yeah. That's that's all I can tell you from visual fidelity point. And you still have to have a 4K TV to do HDR. Uh, I think there are some non 4K TVs that also do HDR. You probably shouldn't go buy one of those. Uh, I mean, like, if you're gonna get a get a yeah, TV, if you're gonna you buy well one, you should just, you point. should just yeah. buy 4K because that's yeah. yeah, that's gonna be good for a while. 1080p was good for a while. Don't think it's a new thing. But but I will say, if you play fighting games, look into those input delays. That's a big deal. That's yeah. a big deal. That's gonna make a that's gonna make or break some purchases for fighting game people. Here's Street Fighter Five running at 4K. <laughs> that Street Fighter Five already has an eight frame delay on this movement, so. Let's not add. Let's not add a significant more to that delay. What the fuck is up with this game? We just lost the wombat. Uh oh. What, what game sorry, are you talking about? What what the fuck is up with what game? Did you forget Street Fighter Five? Oh, it's, it's for a fighting game where people count frames and it has an eight frame delay. Yeah, enjoy it. <laughs> you love it. Game uh, of the year, baby. Nine point five. Nine point five from Drew. Uh, you didn't get no nine point five from me. I, I, I'm, I know I'm making fun of your Street Fighter <laughs> Four thing. Uh, All right, here's the deal. When me and Ken played that game, <laughs> I know Drew. I know we flawless. know the story. It's fine, and it's, it's good like, now. Yeah, I, I suggest everybody out there go play Ultra Street Fighter Four on the PS4. It's fantastic now. They fixed it. <laughs> they fixed it back to what it was before it launched. Good job. Yeah. Good yeah. Job. Alright, um, I don't know if you saw my tweet about the show, but I tweeted out about the Dorito Wars, and we got responses. Uh, Tate says it's nacho cheese, spicy nacho, then Cool Ranch. Boo, boo. <laughs> You're outnumbered now since You're Wild outnumbered, Drew. It's two to one now. What oh, a load of shit. It's over for you. <laughs> you did this on purpose. No, I didn't. I kicked <laughs> him out. I kicked him out just so we could win the nacho cheese wars. Well done, Ken. I know. High five. Oh, damn, he's, he's back. back. He's back. Fuck. No. I'm back. It's no. No. He, he didn't count. He wasn't here for the tweet. Yes, he was. <laughs> what happened? Nothing. We, we declared that nacho, nacho cheese is the superior Doritos version. <laughs> we voted. You weren't here, so your vote doesn't count. So it's two to one. So I'm sorry. Right? So bowl to the crap. Uh, hey. You <laughs> weren't here for the vote. Your vote doesn't count, my friend. I'm sorry. You just missed the opportunity. Uh, That's how democracy works. Well, you know what? You know how my version of democracy works? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to 
buy the votes necessary to make Cool Ranch Doritos win. Okay, well... And at the same time, I'm going to bribe public officials to declare nacho cheese a health hazard. Oh, boy. Well, the first tweet we got declared nacho cheese, and Anthony tweets in and says, so many delays, and you know what? I'm fucking okay with backlog and nacho cheese. That's two tweets about nacho cheese! The believers are real. Oh, well. oh y'all, grow but up. But then Chandler <laughs> tweets in and says he's ending this. Gourmet sausage Doritos from Japan. What? That sounds... What? I don't what? know how I feel about that. Every time I've had a quote-unquote meat-based potato chip of any kind, it tastes bad. I tried the, uh, what is it, the bacon and macaroni and cheese legs. Those are fantastic. Those are really good. Yeah, now, those are good. I just had, had the um, the new flavors. The new flavors they just came out with the uh, chicken Szechuan, the uh, uh, the Greek. I don't remember how to pronounce that dip. The, the Yaro uh, one. Yeah, no, they're like tzatziki, tzatziki, whatever that the hell that dip's called. Um, and then they've got a um, a Brazilian steak kind of one. Oh, they had those for the really uh, for the Olympics. Oh my God, these look terrible. <laughs> God. What is this bag, man? The, the bag art. Looks it's got a beer on it, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. That's some sausage, uh, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I don't I'm not I'm not down with that. I, I'm willing to try it, but I'm Oh uh, yeah, I try I would try it. it. I mean, who not, wouldn't try it? it? I mean I'll try anything. Yeah, I'll try anything once. Uh Creed says, How do y'all feel about Sony throwing Hello Games under the bus for No Man's Sky backlash? We kind of already talked about that, and we think it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, I, I don't that's think, a I bad think that's very thing. nice. Yeah, maybe maybe that one podcast should go pray to Shuhei because we should pray to business people. Pray? What Sorry, do you mean? did I? Did this joke not make sense to anybody else? It makes sense to me, but who do they new, normally pray to? Shuhei. They they pray to Shuhei. They pray to Shu. Who are you? What podcast are you talking about? It's uh, some gentlemen that left IGN to go make their own thing, and they make like a million dollars a year on Patreon. Those guys. Uh, I don't give a fuck. Kind of funny games or kind oh, of okay. funny podcast or whatever the fuck. They yeah, call they it. legitimately have a picture of him in the back, and they pray to him at the beginning of their podcast. Do they? Said so that. I mean that. That's got to be for comedic effect, right? That's not. That's really not funny to me. Well, they're they're kind of funny. No, they're really not funny at all. <laughs> That's what, but I don't think that name would have resonated with people. I mean, at least we admit we're not funny. No, we're not funny at all. No. I'm not trying to be. No, I don't know. Whatever they they make money doing it, good on them. I don't want to sound like a jaded asshole, which yeah, I am. Yeah, asshole, really, but... you don't want to sound like a jaded asshole. <laughs> I am a jaded asshole, but I just don't want to be unprofessionally jaded asshole. Okay. Okay. Why? That's I'm not what? calling them out or anything like that. I just I'll think call that what they do is, is ridiculous. Fuck them. I'm not. You shouldn't pray to a business person, even if it is a joke. It's it's. Yeah, jokes are jokes, man. I think no <sighs> joke is out of hand. Like, I, I I understand. Like, it's not a funny joke. I don't. It doesn't sound very funny to me. I haven't heard any of their podcasts at all, so I don't know the context. But I mean, shit. Like, people can do whatever, man. We make fucking chicken noises at the end of our podcast. That's funny. I'm sure a lot of, a lot of people funny. don't find that very funny. I think that's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine by us. It's like, you know, who cares? <laughs> we don't make who chicken cares? noises because Jason never makes it to the end of the show. No. <laughs> right. Oh, I, I so I'm gonna get that stock chicken noise. I'm gonna do it. 
we need a, we need a couple. We need to like like rotate them around per week. Uh, no, I'm not against any kind of jokes. I just find that just yeah, it's, I it's... find it stupid. Uh, King XAD says Destiny Rise of Iron is imminent. You're going into the new raid with a Nintendo squad. Which characters are going in? Pick six. Six Nintendo characters. I mean, I take Samus. That sounds you gotta like take a, Samus. Oh, I mean, that's, that's a no-brainer right there. I'll take I'll take Sa- I'll take Samus is like the easiest of all time. Yeah, um, you don't. It, go it, you you, you got to bring Link, right? I mean, he's been through the dungeons. He knows all the <laughs> all the gimmicks. He's covered he has, wars. He, he's got it locked down, <laughs> and he's got all the fucking uh, items for it. Well, it depends on if he's been in another dungeon or not. That's that's true. You know. do, do you know what other Nintendo character I'm gonna bring? Uh, Bayonetta. That's not an. Yeah, inter- I'm that's bringing Bayonetta not, that's not an to inter- my raid. It's not an Nintendo. Shut up! It's a Nintendo character. No, Nintendo it's... Two, ex- Nintendo Wii U exclusive game. Bayonetta Two, Nintendo character. Also on Smash Brothers, by the way. So yep, also I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say Nintendo character. No, now. no, no, no. Right. We're not doing Sorry. this. No. Sorry, Bayonetta. Bayonetta because Bayonetta. then, because then, Solid Snake counts because he was in Smash Brothers. He's only in one game. Doesn't count. So is Bayonetta. Game. No, Bayonetta in one was Smash Bayonetta Brothers. Game. What do you mean? He's in Smash Brothers. You said they were in Smash Brothers that count. Yeah, but he, he didn't have like an exclusive game. You, yeah, he did. The remake doesn't count. It's, it's still an exclusive it's game. It's not a new game. It's not a new game. Your okay. argument, it sounds like no, a woman's no, argument. No, no. Stop ba- it. Ba- I feel ba- like ba- I'm ba- having ba- a marital dispute. Stop Bayonetta it. Bayonetta is fine. fine. Okay, Your so logic Bayonetta, is... Link, Savage. <laughs> Bayonetta, don't that's, kill. That's, I'll take that's already done. That, that raid is over, I'll take in Kirby. Y'all. Kirby, yeah, Kirby is Kirby is crazy. I'm we'll taking Kirby. Done. You know who I'm not taking? Who? Pit. Pit. Mm. Pit. I'll I'll take Captain Falcon. Captain think, Falcon, big dude. I, I think I he'll punch the raid bosses down I to oblivion. I think he's kind of worthless in a raid. Ah, uh, no, man. He'll he'll show show you his moves all over the place. Man. No. He's a captain. So, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> You take Captain and Tennille too? Sure. <laughs> uh, no, he's Captain Falcon. He's he's got the future technology as well. I think he's good. Uh, I'll, I'll take Ike from the Fire Emblem series because he knows how to lead, man. He, he knows how to get the job done. Nah, so that's, just, uh, that's that's what like four or five characters. I just five need characters Kirby, so Kirby and Samus. I'm good. Kirby's good too. No one nobody, takes Mario though. Yeah, I was about to say nobody right. takes the plumbers. Why would I take him? He can't shoot shit. Hey, give him a fire flower. He's good, man. He's, that thing is inaccurate as hell. There's no way. Great. He can spam the shit out of I'd it. I'd take though. Luigi before I would take Mario because he seems to oh. find ways to get out of situations. So. Yeah, that's a good raid team. I think Fuck I it. think you can beat that raid. No problem. I, I replace Bayonetta with Yoshi because Bayonetta's not a Nintendo character. God damn it. Hey, hey, hey. I'll, I'll, argue, I'll argue with you until the podcast is over, man. You want, you want to end this eventually. Bayonetta. All Nintendo right. character. King XAD wants to know, Drew. Yes. Why are you so salty about the PS4 Pro? We're working adults here, and I don't see $400 every three to four years being a problem. Well, I'm a poor working adult. (laughs) 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 My PC just died, so yeah, I'm not buying a PS4 Pro. (laughs) You won't buy one even if it didn't die, don't lie. This is true, this is true. Mm -hmm. Why are you so salty, though? I'm not, I'm not salty. I just don't give a shit. That's if I was salty. I, if I was salty, I would be bashing it. 
I'm not bashing it. You can get it if you want to. Oh, thanks. I, I don't, thank you. I don't, thank you for giving us permission to buy something, Drew. I really I'm appreciate just, it. I'm just not. I'm just not getting it myself. I, I don't know. We had this discussion last week, and then, and then I broke it down to the way of how we viewed this, and whether it was good or bad for the industry. And you were more in the line that it was bad for the industry. If I, I just, recall, yeah. That. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't. I just don't see people going for this constantly. You know, I mean, I just, you know, the, the Wii, a perfect example, the Wii came out and was fucking, you know, lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. People people bought it like hotcakes. And then the Wii U came out and it had that Wii name on it and everybody was like, I don't need this. Yep. And eventually you're going to be like, I've got a PlayStation 4. And the next PlayStation's coming out, but my old PlayStation can still do everything that one can do. I don't need this. I think most yeah. people are going to say they don't need this, and that's fine. That's probably not for them. I think what's going to end up happening is someone's going to waste a lot of money. and They're going to lose a lot of money. Uh, that's, that's Popping this thing out there. Possibly, or it might sell gangbusters. I'm actually not sure which of the two features we're looking at here. But like I said before, the way I look at the PS4 Pro is... Um... <laughs> Sorry, I just read a tweet that's coming up and it made me chuckle. Oh, oh God. <laughs> uh, look I'm forward sure to whatever that is. Oh, bad against it's, me, bro. it's bad. It's not about any of us, but it's bad. Uh, okay. okay. So, so, you know, as you guys know, I've been a PC gamer for a long time. And this idea of an upgraded or upgrading your experience has been a thing. And... If I were to, if they were to say and retrofit how PC games work, and say like, okay, these are the PC models that we're gonna release from now on. You can buy, you can buy this model, and that's the one that you're gonna have to play games on for the next five years. And then the next one came out. The PC game market, and me included, by the way, would go fucking bonkers. We're like, we don't want that. We like our option to upgrade if we want to, if we so desire. And if we are the highly discriminating gamer that they claim that we are, then we can spend more money. We can play these games on the higher fidelity. Uh, but if we don't want to, our still old video card still works fine. Like I upgraded my PC this year for Overwatch, you know, and also it's been about four or five years since my last. But I could have also played Overwatch on that. But at the time, I was like, I could play it on like low settings, medium settings, and the frame rates weren't at 60 when I was playing Overwatch. And I was like, that's not good enough. So I bought a new PC. I built it. It took me like $1,000 to build. But now I'm good for the next three, four years playing everything on 1080p 60. But that was a choice that I made. That was an option that I had. Now the console people on, that has a PS4 also have this choice to make, also have this option. So I say to you, is having this option really that bad of a deal? Is that really the end of the world as we know it? Yes. Okay, Ken. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like you can look at things from different perspective, and that's how I'm looking at it. I don't think. I mean, yeah, it could go to a point where you can kind of be the slippery slope where they release a new console every two years, and that probably won't be good for people that are you know always feeling, uh, always feeling kind of feeling remorse about the things that they buy. But your system doesn't get any worse because a new thing came out. It still works exactly the same as before. It might even get upgrades like the HDR functionality coming to PS4. So, in truth, this is mostly a positive thing that can be viewed very very negatively if you let it. And all I will say is that this is the first of its kind 
the first generation with the Scorpio and the PS4 Pro. Let it play out. Let how yeah. people want to see and how people buy it. And uh, after that point, you can kind of see where the direction of the industry is going to go. But until that point, just don't worry about it that much, man. I, I'm, I'm not. not I'm not. The, yeah. the, here, my thing is, and I think this will be the one and only time this actually happens. Okay. I think that they'll do, all right, we'll have the Scorpio. We'll do a three-year cycle. You know, and then the next time after the Scorpio, they'll be like, okay, we can't. We, we're not going to do this anymore because, I mean, people really didn't sell as well as we wanted it to. Because they get a lot of sales out of, you know, when when a a big launch happens, you know, and they're not going to get that, and they'll be like, okay, that was just an experiment. We're not going to do this again. I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. That may very well be, man. That may very well be. It'll be and very the only fun. losers in that front would be Sony at that point, right? Well, both of them, maybe. You never know. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, moving on so we can finish this up. Mookie says onion flavored crackers. That's not the tweet uh, I laughed at, by the way. Just so you know. Okay. Okay. He was referring to my nacho cheese hashtag because that's what it is. Oh, I, if, if Mookie stuff. likes that, try these things called onion rings. You can find them in Asian markets. They're actually very cool. <laughs> like, no, they're, they're, they're straight up called onion rings. They're like fried little things that... They look like rings. They look like you know onion rings, but like you know, it's not you know. Okay, I was gonna onion. say because there's already a food out there called an onion ring. I'm just. I, I know, I know, but it's there's like, also something called funyuns that sound a lot oh, like what you just described. Funyuns are the best. They're fun. Yeah, sound like it. Oh, they're so good. I can eat a whole bag of funyuns. I can too. Uh, Nivek says, "Have you tried the roulette Doritos? That's my fave. Very cheesy. Also, I didn't even know there was such a thing. I didn't know that." All right, this next tweet's the one I laughed at when I was reading through the tweets. Do y'all plan on voting? I'd go for Trump. Hillary got the Parkinson's. (laughs) 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 I can't help. Like, Uh, it's just, it's just, that made me laugh because the way he worded it. Who tweeted that? Nivek. (laughs) Hillary got the Parkinson's. (laughs) Um, I'm not laughing at the disease. I'm laughing at the structure of the sentence. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty. That's pretty funny. Oh uh, no, I don't. I don't think I'm going to vote this year. I don't vote. I haven't voted. In- I voted in the last two elections, and I voted Obama. Just, I'm not afraid to say who I voted. So for. you're the one. I'm the one that ruined America. <laughs> but I, I'm not voting this time. Not because I don't care, but just... Drew, un- unless you vote for Obama once, you can't claim that you're no longer a racist. <laughs> but you, gotta, you, you had the choice and the option to claim that one in the lifetime, no, no, twice in the lifetime chance, and you fucking gave it up for free. That's that's very disappointing, man. All right, here's the deal. Oh, okay. God. The last time I did vote was in the first presidential election when Obama was running, and I, too, voted for Obama. Well, there you go. You did. Okay. Um, but the reason why I stopped voting was because, well, as we see, I live in the state of Georgia. <laughs> in the state of, state of Georgia, the majority didn't go with Obama. Y'all going to vote for Trump, ain't you? Which, which meant that my vote didn't count. And I said, why am I doing this? Democracy in action. <laughs> so because the majority of my state... Went with who the fuck was he running against? McCain. Well, McCain yep. once, and then who was the first one? 
Mitt Romney was the yeah, second one. Second McCain one. McCain was the first one. one yeah. Um, so since the majority of my state went McCain, the state of Georgia went McCain. Meaning anybody who voted for Obama in the state of Georgia, well, sorry, your vote just well. Hey man, you might as well pull, just throw it away. You got a cool little sticker. You feel good about yourself, you know. At the end of the day, you were in the part of the process, you know. That's what mm-hmm. democracy is all about: feeling good about something that doesn't matter that you did. So you know that's that's all. That's what it matters. So yeah. what you're saying? I voted, is... I voted for the turd sandwich, and unfortunately, we got the giant douche. Yeah. So what, do? what you're saying is you're voting for Trump. This time around, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. I, you know, I, I believe in everything that he stands for. You know, <laughs> I, he, everything he has said has aligned with my personal views. You, you feeling him? You feeling him? Yeah. Oh, he's, he's, he's the only candidate that I've, I've ever wanted in my lifetime, dude. Like, I think both of these people are horrible. One of them's got the Parkinson's. Uh, one of them does have the Parkinson's. These are the least two popular candidates we've had in history. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. I have a feeling the voter turnout is going to be fucking horrible this year. Yeah, the thing about this will that be one is one of the worst turnouts ever. I actually the, think the opposite. I think the turnout is going to be so, going to wow. be much higher because I think both sides are motivated by their dislike to try and prevent the other one from. That's, yeah, I, I hope that's true. I just <laughs> wish I wish people were just cynical like I was and be like, "This is shit. I don't want to even be a part of this." This isn't that far away, right? Like two months. It's November, yeah. yeah. I can't fucking wait for this to be over with. Oh, and then they'll uh, start covering the next presidential. Yeah, they'll start. Oh, yeah. they'll start having who's Four running cycle. Who's running against Trump slash Clinton? Yeah, uh, uh, I've been I've been out of the loop so much that I don't even know who the vice president candidates for both uh, candidates are. I don't even know their names, their faces, Mike, who they are. Mike Pence and Tim Kaine. I, who are I, these? Who are these fucking jokers? Kane's uh, governor of Virginia. Uh-huh. Uh, Mike Pence is Indiana. Oh, neat. I just I, I, both if, governors, not senators or representatives or anything. If like I that. had, if I had, if, like if you put a gun to my head, I'd have to vote Clinton just so I could have Bill back in office. <laughs> All right. <laughs> at the same at the at the same time, when Obama first ran for presidency, who the fuck knew who the hell he was? Yeah, he was. Uh, I'd never heard of him. I'll tell you what, though, I wish uh, uh, what's his name Biden had run. I love that dude. That dude is the greatest. Biden is a meme factory, dude. He is. He is a that, pimp. Have you ever seen that Photoshop pictures of series like where Biden is really too close some, to someone in their personal space? <laughs> it's just like he's just, he looks like a fucking creep. It's amazing. They made they they photoshopped the shit out of those pictures, and they did so many different variations of it. And it's it's all amazing. So it's comedy gold. All right, moving on, Mister Fantastico. Great Twitter name says, uh, "Thought being a year out for Scorpio would be a bad thing, but with so little HDR 4K owners, maybe 2017 is actually better." That's a very good point. I think uh, I think I might have to agree with him. That might be the better time to strike for uh, for 4K people who are you know, that's going to have a you know more 4K TVs installed inside people's houses. Oh, yeah. People more incentivized to buy the new hardware at the time with Scorpio. That's a very good point. And it's, like it. it's a good time too, like four years. That's a normal. That's almost a normal console cycle. Um, but do we know if this is a stepping stone for Xbox as well, or is this just the new system? Microsoft is claiming that there will not be a new named system. They said that they're going straight. Everything is just Xbox. Okay. So like the PC Play Anywhere stuff, which works great, by the way. Um, 
like that in Xbox, they'll just give you the choice of where you want to play. Like there won't be a new system, quote unquote. So I don't know. We'll see how it pans out, like everything else. But yep, yep. So do you uh, think they'll keep the Scorpio name? You think that's what's going to no, be called? No, it won't be called Scorpio. No, it's not going to be. They'll call it something. They'll come up with something like PlayStation did with Pro. They'll come up so with Xbox what? One Pro. Will yeah. they call it the Xbox One, or you think they'll just call it Xbox? I'm thinking they're going to rebrand to just Xbox. Yeah. So it's the like whole, the, yeah, the one lost its meaning once they took out a lot of the functionality of the TV and the Connect and everything. Well, so. it's still there. It's just a pain in the ass to do now. I was about to say, yeah. who even uses it? Justin. No, no one really. <laughs> Justin still uses the <laughs> he, TV. He still stuff. uses the TV stuff, and like he used Connect until he went out and bought an S, which I told him he was going to do. Uh, but yeah, Connect on the S sucks. Like it's a pain in the ass to do. Really? Yeah, you gotta get like a special adapter, which essentially gives you the power brick back. Ah. Uh. Yeah, it sucks. Like they did oh, not what? build the S with the Connect in mind, which shows you how much they plan on using that thing. Hey guys, remember experience. remember motion control? Whatever that was the future, right? Connect was a really cool idea that nobody wanted. Exactly. That's a hundred percent of what it is. Uh, Dustin says, am I the only one who is remotely interested in a 2D Pikmin game? I don't mind the 2D aspect either. Changes up the gameplay. No? I, I'll take any kind of Pikmin game. I think the honestly. 2D Pikmin looks kind of cool. Pikmin's a cool I, game. I, I've never played Pikmin longer than 10 minutes, and I have no interest in that series at all. Oh, man. Uh, that's a fun I game. Don't, I, don't, I don't know why. Yeah. yeah, I like those games. They're, they're, never played them. They're really calm fun. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what it is about those games, but they're very they're very calming and and very fun to play. As you send your minions to die and battle for you, not only that, isn't there a time limit on all those games? Yes, there is a time limit. Yeah, but it's how's that calming? It's not it's not <laughs> aggressive at all. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's not a it's not an aggressive time limit nah. in the least. I don't even know why they put it in there. To be truthful, uh, and the last tweet we have is a response to the tweet we had earlier for you, Drew. Uh, R.I.P. Skate Destroy says, Because he's an Xbox fanboy, have you seen his money hat? It's fucking huge. I will wear a money hat for anybody who will pay me. Hashtag Xbox fanboy money hat wearing Drew. That's a big hashtag. That's a big that ass is. hashtag that I'm gonna I approve I'll click that of. and see if it's ever been used before. Nope, it has no, not. No, no. Continue the conversation by using the hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... I... <laughs> Every year E3, I kind of stopped doing it this year, but uh, I used to use the hashtag DGS for don't give a shit. Uh, so every time something was announced, I would uh, say, oh, look, new Bioshock, DGS, and stuff like that. And somehow I hijacked the DGS hashtag because that was originally for some kind of like college something, it was some kind of college program where they were talking about something that had to do with DGS. Way to go, dude. You ruined, like, a perfectly good, like, college program for your yeah. Don't Give a Shit program. Like, yep. Well done. Don't give well a shit. Done, Way to go, well Drew. Anyway, yeah. that's all the tweets. If you want to tweet at us, it's at N4G Podcast. If you want to shoot us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. Uh, if you want to follow us individually, even though they're not here, uh, John is at John WUK and Jason is at Gambus Con. Jay is at Bottomside Jay. Drew is at DML Fury, and Ryan is at R. Wombold. Womboldy. Yeah. Y'all got that Parkinson's? Anyway, just, 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 just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. bit. <laughs> just, just a little. Anyway, that's the show. It's game time. 
video games coming out. Yeah. Got the big the big heavy hitter starting with Forza Gears. October looks fucking bonkers, is what I'll say. Let's just talk about the fucking well, how many shooters are there in October? There's Gears, Battlefield, Titanfall, and there's another one, right? Uh, let me check. I Call of Duty. Call of Duty's November. Call of Duty, Call of Duty November. November. It's always November. I thought there was another shooter, but maybe that's the only three. Hey, Dragon Ball's a shooter, man. You should energy blast. Kami Hami Hama Hama Who? Exactly. Uh, there's that Dragon Quest Builders game coming out in October. Yep. Uh, Minecraft Dragon Quest, I guess. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Oh, would you consider Mafia 3 a shooter? A third-person shooter? Mm, no. That's October as well. Oh, man, that game. That game looking good. Yeah. Story focus. Open world. PlayStation VR is in October? Uh, Probably, I don't know. Lots of stuff coming out. So go play video games. We yep. out. Get the fuck out. Go watch football. Eat some food. Got. Gotcha. Epic fail. Welcome to the N4G Podcast. This is going to be a very interesting episode. Greetings, programs. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4G radio layer. The Play games, not consoles. No fanboys allowed. And then I, and then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon.